Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Congratulations. Your morning just got a bit classier. A media legend, a ferocious linebacker, a clueless producer, and you. Searching for a replacement window online? Visit windownation.com today. So raise a glass and act accordingly. This is Bishop and Laurenitis. All right, let's do it live on a Tuesday edition of the program. How you living, Threes? Living the dream, brother. How you, you doing? You really are. I already got into it with Black Cobra and the Blonde this morning. Ooh, nothing already. nothing like a good little... Nothing sets the mood up. off. I was um, fired up this morning. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah I think nothing really... Nothing really sets off your day like a nice little argument with the with the bride and kids. Yep. You know, yep. um, you know, so I, have to, I always have to wake up. Hayden. Hey, Hayden. Good morning. No. Okay. All right. Not. Uh, I'm gonna leave. Let's. Uh, we'll try again in a little bit. Okay. Sure. And then really, I just want to grab the other I pillow can't... and smoke her in the back of the head. But you know, you have to take a deep breath. You have to walk away. Yeah. I can't believe you have to wake your kids. My kids are up. I don't have to wake like... London. Hayden is a straight tank. Hayden will. That's I mean, awesome. I went up. At, I went up and woke her up three different times. Hayden, get up! I'm up. Okay, I feel like if she's awesome. a teenager, and then she's still so face when, down. How long would she sleep if you allowed it? Do you think? I don't know. That's a good question. We never. We don't allow it because she's got camp. We've got camp at nine. Got to get up. I went up there at seven thirty. Then I went up there at seven forty-five, and I carried wow. her down at seven fifty-five. Because I, you know, we have we have fan photo shoots because. You know, listen, right. we want to get, hey, here are the employees that work here, WBNS, 10 sure. TV, the fan, we're all together. Even though we're on radio, we want to see our faces around the building, even though sure. we don't see each other ever. Yeah. Anyway, so I did my That's photo right. shoot. Got makeup on, got it put off. You got makeup on? They made me. She's sitting Come there. On. She's like, well, they're paying me to do it. I'm like, well, I don't, what, what do I need? I didn't know it was going to be 35 on. photos. Oh, my At least God. 35 they photos, makeup too. on Mike? Uh, now that I would pay to see. Absolutely, that I'll pay to. to see. And it's like thirty-five photos. That I, I can I want to actually. You know what? Good call. I'm going to go on the email and see when Mike's find doing his somebody, photos. Yeah, find out when that is. Yep. Just don't let him know about it. He's no, not listening. He's now not anyway. listening. He's still sleeping. Yeah, about sleeping. whatever. But he's and, still out. And get a camera ready. And just film the entire interaction between Mike and makeup and. In yeah. the camera. Turn That's your head to the I side want. a little bit. That's now look at wish. the camera. No, not your yep. full face, just your eyes back. Nope. I'm like, wait, well, my eyes angled. Yep. Am I? Yeah. That's now give me I a want. chin up, chin down, smile, yep. smirk. Now let's do a little swag. How do I distri- How do I exhibit swag in a still photo? What are we doing with these photos? Yep. Anyway. That's what I want. Anyway. That's what I want. Yeah. So we had, um, this week is lacrosse camp, right? Okay. So, and again, I told you a couple weeks ago, we overbooked. Like, it's too much. It's too much. They're doing too much. I understand it. Yeah. But uh, yesterday, we're in it now. Like, we committed to it. So my rule is if we've committed something, we have to see it through. That's right. So yesterday That's right. was the start of lacrosse camp. That's right. Yesterday was the start of lacrosse camp. And my wife double booked them with mm. her parents to have a little day with them. So I text the guy who runs a lacrosse camp, and I said, look, I'm sorry. You know, we double booked. He'll be there tomorrow. So the coach 
and I have, you know, he knows who I am. We have a little bit of a relationship. So, but this is kind of the first time that he's going to be playing the sport in front of, you know, some of the high school kids and all this stuff. And because we missed last year because of COVID. So, um, we missed registration. So I said, I go, look, you guys need to be, you need to be there a little early today. Right. So he's dragging his feet because yeah. he doesn't want to do it. Right. It's hot. He's, you know, he had basketball camp last night. He smoked. He's nine. He smoked. I don't blame him. He's tired. We, it's, you know, but we'd sign him up for this. So we got it. We got to go. It's at nine o'clock. It's nine to noon. You'll be fine. It's just two days. You'll knock it out. It'll be good. So it takes about 18 minutes to get from our house to the location. It's, it's 838. And he comes down in tights. I said it's eighty-seven degrees, dude. What what are you doing? Why are you in tights? No socks on, by the way. Oh, no yeah, socks. No, yeah. My wife my wife comes is not at all dressed to go take anybody anywhere. So what are we doing? What are we doing? And this is after I packed the lacrosse bag, I got the waters, because we gotta have a lot of water, gotta be safe. Yeah. Two water jugs. You know, all of that, taking all the precautions. There's no, he does not have a mouth guard because apparently he threw it out after the last game a month ago. Threw it out. Why? Why would you throw it out? Get through two more days. Why throw it out? His mom threw it out because mm. it was, quote, gross. Okay. Okay. It's a mouth guard. Yeah. Why didn't we buy one this weekend Absolutely then if we have thrown out mouth guards? Because that's important yeah. to lacrosse. Yeah. We're going to, you know, we want to, we would want to have that. So, so that's so that so it it kind of boils over and it it finally finally I break her and I probably take it about ten miles too far and of and course because now because because you've goes, been because you've done been this you have yeah of course yeah so she, now I'm you know like I'm fe- I'm I'm really fed up and now she's really fed up so I'm looking they've left here at eight forty two the camp starts at nine he's not registered mm, that's a problem so I just got a text from her right now. That's fun. Oh, well, she wins. She wins. She just texted me. Plenty of time. Registration. They look at the name. Put an X. Ooh, <laughs> she said Black Cobra did not want to be there. Okay. Well, that's kind of a win for her. <laughs> kind of a win for her. You could really set her off by just saying. She got there. Just like an automatic response. Can't talk. Can't talk no, working. I'll do that right now. Let's do that. Can't talk working. Sorry on the air. Sorry on the air next three hours. Handle it. Don't do that. I'll, I'll go bad. I'll go bad. Sorry on the air, can't talk. <laughs> That's what I text her. Sorry on the air, can't talk. She's going to love that. <laughs> fantastic. This is, tra- is by so the way, good. this is how you oh, spice you up that. your marriage life as you get into, you know, years yeah. and years and years. This will be fun. You, you actually, sometimes day. you will, you know, sometimes you know the best course of action is just to stay quiet. But you actually want to see the reaction, so you just yeah. keep poking, oh, you just keep stirring the fire. You know what my favorite one is to do is if there's ever a situation where she didn't hear me or I didn't hear her and she says something, I go, Jen, I work in sound. I think I would know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there are certain yeah, things that happen. I look forward to this response. There are certain battles where I'm like, okay, this is worth it. And there are certain ones where I'm like, no, I'm not that dumb. I feel like... And, and you have to know Most your own. Aren't worth it. You have to know your own your own wife. You know, I told I told you the story. You know, my yeah. brother wants to go on the big tube ride at Zumbezi Bay. Hey, come with us. Can you come with Jessica, my sister, and and Jaden, her husband? Let's all go. I'm like Joe. That's gonna be a 45 minute wait. Do you think that I can yeah. logically that I'm in a position 
to leave Cersei here with a yeah. five-month-old that could wake up at any second at Zumbizi Bay. And, oh, honey, you know what? Take care of the baby and keep eyes on Hayden in London, will you? I'm going to ride this. How do you think that's going to go over with Cersei? go ride a tube. You know? How do you think that's going to go? 45 minutes. Yeah. I, yeah. It's I not going to go I well. I you the gift. So, I choose violence. Yes. So that's, that's where I go. go. No, I'll pass, bud. I'm going to stay here. Yeah. Why? Come on. I'm going <sighs> to sit this one out, coach. No. No, buddy. Um, look around, brother. Yeah. Look around. Pure look chaos. Around. By the way, the amount of messages I got yesterday, all about, um, all about the the amount of kids that have been that they have seen at Zumbizi Bay, just totally abandoned. Um, I running get a, amok. Oh, running amok. I get a message that goes, dude. I got so hot a couple weeks ago because there was this four year old that was just playing, and I assume that the the old man kind of close to her was basically the dad. Wasn't the dad because she gets hurt, scrapes her knee, and now she's crying looking for dad. I had to take her to security. Turns out dad said, Hey, just stay here for a few hours. I'm going to the wave pool. Just left your, you just left your kid over there. Dad went to the wave pool. Yeah, of course. Kid will be fine. Just put him in the toddler area. They'll survive. There's lifeguards. Oh my gosh. Humans. Man, we live in a society. No, man. we don't. No, we don't. We society has crumbled. Society, we don't live in a society I want anymore. To, I want to hope we got we people do. smoking flight attendants Taking on planes. We got people trying to sneak by the yeah, line. Right. Like their backpack doesn't it's, need to get checked. We got, I mean, we don't live in a society. Right. It's we're hanging on by a thread. Somehow, one of the we're hanging on by a most highest character people I know, Anthony Gonzalez, is getting absolutely roasted by people in Northeast Ohio. Right. But his character Literally is through the, the smartest roof. Guy. Literally one of the smartest people, and most a guy, one of the, the highest integrity. Guy ever played Ohio State. <laughs> anyway, like we don't live in a society anymore. Here, there's no society. It's all crumbling. like one of the few guys that Pete Pete Manning was like, yeah, this guy's. Uh, he and I are on the same wavelength. This guy, yeah. But yeah, no. he's he doesn't know what he's doing. No, I just I, um, I can't. I can't hey, even deal. speaking of, did you see did you see this Scotty Pippen conversation on Dan Patrick yesterday? Sure did. Watched it last night, and I was like, oh boy. So you've probably no doubt seen it by now. But um, and Dan did, Dan's one of the experts on saying very little and letting the guests. He's really an expert interviewer, but he he, he gets very he doesn't say much, but he lets the guests. Walk themselves Go. into a and because because guess what into, into and you it, know and this from interviewing people if you stay silent most guests will continue to be um will continue to, how do I say this most most guests will just continue to be uncomfortable with the silence and they'll just keep talking yeah you know they'll just keep talking I mean, there's been many cases in my career where I have saved a guest that I like yeah from themselves like I'll jump in and well, well you know I'm not sure you mean that. Like I'll, you know, because sometimes, especially when they're young college kids, yeah, a lot of times they don't know where they're going, and you try to. I'll be like, "Listen, bud, you don't know what's going to come yeah. of this. Let's, yeah, let's pump the brakes. Let's, we'll, we'll redirect this a little bit. This is not Scotty Pippen. Scotty Pippen's on Dan Patrick. Apparently, he's trying to sell bourbon or tequila or something. Everybody's got a celebrity bourbon or tequila nowadays, and he's trying to sell something. And he's on Dan Patrick, it was right there, right and, full frontal in front of him. He was yeah. behind the bottle, but I was, That's I was right. still wondering. By the way, I have to preface, I have to say this before we even get into it. If I'm watching an interview and you are speaking in the third person, I'm out. I'm done. Like there's a level of, there's just a level a of, lot of arrogance there. If you have Scotty Pippen. Have, I can't have it. You give the ball to Scotty Pippen and I'm like, well, wait a second. Who are we talking about? Like, this, this is Scotty Pippen. That's what I kept telling myself. I'm like, this is Scotty Pippen, right? He's talking to Scotty right? Pippen. He's like, come on, man. The one year Michael Jordan isn't playing. I mean, you're going to give it to Scotty Pippen. Scotty Pippen was that dude. I'm like, what? Yeah. Is that Scotty? Is Scotty talking? I was so confused. 
And I'm like, yeah. why well, this is this oh, is no, making it me, so yes. hard. This is making it so hard to get through this interview because I'm I'm just uncomfortable for you. So he he he's on Dan Patrick. He claims that the reason that Phil Jackson played did the play for Kukoc versus him is was racially motivated. Dan Patrick said by saying is this Kevin Durant's fault move. Is this Kevin Durant's fault? Might be. It might be. You're calling Phil Jackson a racist. Pippen says, I don't have a problem with that. Dan Patrick says, you think Phil was? Pippen says, oh, yeah. Now, I will say, to be fair, this is the second time. Remember, he got in. Phil got into it with LeBron. Yes. Uh, when he said LeBron and his posse. Yes. You know, so that, that, you know, that happened a few years ago. So yep. this is that. I, I think the one thing that you lose a little bit of credibility on this for is, is everything he said afterwards. Um, so much as to say that, that Michael hired cameras and everything – that the play they drew up for Steve, where Michael told Steve Kerr, oh, he knew the last the dance was going to be produced at that moment. He was that he it was knew all the last show. Dance yeah, fifteen years later was yeah. going to be produced. It was all a show. I mean, what are we doing? Yeah, it was crazy. And then, and then also, I think the most alarming thing was because we're at, a lot of this isn't in much attention. But I think the most, and it's a little bit of a window, guys, into the mind of athletes, and they're no different than you or I or anybody. It doesn't even matter that Tony Kukoc made the shot. Right. Kukoc made the shot. Right. Pippen isn't about that. He's about being feeling slighted, and he's not over it. And it's been 25 years, and he's not over it. Mm. Kukoc made the shot. It was the right play. Yeah. Kukoc is a better shooter than Pippen. Yeah. In that moment, that quick of a shot. You have to ask him, Scotty, would right you call. have rather taken the shot and missed? And or, missed it. Or would you right. rather have Tony had taken it and made it? Would you rather the well, team lose because you missed? He would have said, I want to take the shot, probably. Mm-hmm. Especially in the interview yesterday. I don't know any other I time. I agree. But yesterday, he was... I think he would have. Scotty unfiltered. Yeah, he... he. You know, and I think there's a lot of bitterness and resentment about that. You saw in the last dance, he wasn't portrayed particularly well. You know, the migraine, the fact that he had knee surgery once the season started to stick it to the Bulls. Um, you know, those things. Um, he signed a bad contract. Let's be honest. He signed a bad contract, mm-hmm. um, and and that's not great. But he signed it. And the other thing to remember about this, and, and he's taken on Durant. Now he's going at Phil Jackson. He's trying to sell whatever liquor he's trying to sell. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's important to remember. I don't believe Scottie Pippen was an all star after he left Michael Jordan. Mm. I don't believe he was. He wasn't Maybe in mind. Made one more. I don't think so. I, I think it was in his own much. mind. Yeah, yeah, but it's a it's an, a a little window into look. If, if he is he is a, there's a little bit of Arya Stark in him. I don't know. To, and by the way, I don't know if has a Phil list. Jackson is a racist or not. I don't. I I just think that it's the whole interview was just so odd because it was it was it was like and you could tell Dan kept trying to talk him not talk him into anything. He kept saying one liners here and there to kind of steer it. And then yeah. he was kind of like saying, like, I understand, Scotty, if you're saying that he's untrustworthy, like his whole thing is about the inner circle. And then he writes the book about yeah. Kobe. Like, I understand if you're saying I, I get all that if you don't trust him anymore, but you're inferring that he's a racist. And that's what he said. Yeah, I, don't have a, I don't have a problem with that. And then it goes on to he's like, so you're telling me that Michael Jordan knew that. Yeah, the whole thing was a show. He's like, and then, what do you say? He goes, do you know English? Then he say that yeah, to he Dan says, Pat- do you speak English? Do you speak English? Dan yeah. Patrick's like, all right. All right. Huh? What? <laughs> yeah, no, he did not make an all-star game after he stopped playing with Michael. 
Mm. So he takes shots at Durant, takes shots at everybody. Yeah, it's not a good look. Not a good look, to say the least. And the guy who's a really great player. Yeah. You know, he's yeah. a great player. We have a, a lot of fun on the program today. It's like a DeSales High reunion day. We got Dami on for uh, for Tuesdays with Tiberi coming up at 1030. And, and probably the second most famous DeSales alum, Luke Fickle, will join us at 1130. I mean, Dom's number one in Columbus, and then Luke would be. And I think Luke would be okay with that. We'll ask him when he's on. Uh, we'll do the most interesting programs. Number four, Cincinnati is at 11, and they got a squad. They have an absolute squad, and it's an interesting time to be and there. They got a they schedule like this. They got a schedule. Got Indiana, a schedule. Notre Dame. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. And they, it's an interesting time for them. That's a big city with a lot of corporate money in Cincinnati. Um, Twelve team playoff is coming. Mm-hmm. Used to be the worry. Oh, we got to get in a conference. Yeah, I don't know if they do. Uh, you know, yeah. I I don't know that they do. I don't know that they do anymore with twelve teams. Um, I think they could consistently be in it. So we'll we'll ask Luke about all that. That'll be fun. In the eleven o'clock hour, we have name, image, and likeness. It is on. What a strange day yesterday on that front with an executive order, and then the NCAA saying, "Oh yeah, go ahead, do whatever you want." So we'll try to make sense of all of that and what the impact will be here. Uh, a busy night last night on the ice and on the hardwood. We get to that coming up next. Off and running here on a Tuesday. Bishop and Laurinaitis right here in the fan. Proud to be your flagship home for Ohio State Athletics. The Jackets, Crew Soccer, and Bobby Carpenter's Uncomfortably Vascular Arms. The Fan, Ohio Sports Destination. Big in Montana, and also Minnesota, and everywhere else, too. You're listening to Bishop and Laurinaitis. Hey, brought to you by our great friends at Window Nation. If you're in need of searchable crates, but windows, check them out. WindowNation.com, 866-90-NATION. Today, they'll take care of you the way that they take care of us. Um, it's interesting. Both the NBA and NHL last night were not on network. So this has been the case, obviously, for the NBA and NHL in a while. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's amazing to me in summer programming that they wouldn't put Clippers Suns on ABC. Uh, but I think they had The Bachelor last night, so that probably explains it. I mean, I'm sure that's a ratings bonanza. It's a big comparison. one. What NBC have um, going on, though? They might have Ninja Warrior. Yeah, you're right. It was Ninja that, Warrior. That's about a that's about a three million person. Yeah. So yeah, you're not beating that. So th- that's where you There's are. There's a new um, gym in Shawnee Hills. Okay. All right. It's a part like gym, part Ninja Warrior training course. Okay. I said that's how much that has grown. Is that they're building structures for ninja training in Shawnee Hills, Ohio? That's where we are. I mean, well, yeah, I guess. I guess that is. I don't know. Like, what do you do? Is there money in that? I don't know. I have no idea. There must be. Like, I would. There must be. There must be. I mean, remember they did that with, and I don't know if it's still that way or not, but remember those CrossFit games? Yes. That they had? Absolutely. Like they still, it took my off. buddy was like the My buddy was like the host of that um, on, like, the TV. Like, somehow he got into it, and he was the play-by-play guy. Didn't one of them sponsor games. the Fiesta Bowl that one year? I don't know, but then I thought the CrossFit game stopped. Are they still doing it? I don't know. It had a moment. No, they were like going. They're still ago, going. They stopped because of COVID. That's why they stopped. Oh, that's it? Yeah, because it's I thought there be was something on. that the guy did who was running it, who created CrossFit, who, I don't know, I'm probably walking into a rabbit hole. I don't here, know. Do you want to start Googling? Me, Do you want to start Googling no, stuff? No, I don't. Yeah. I definitely don't. But I want to say that there was something happened with the guy who created CrossFit, and they stopped the games, and so they... they change it to something else. I don't know. Um, but th- there are these moments that happen, right? These crazes, and you you jump on them, but I don't know what the end game is. Like, I don't know if 
I'm guessing it's all through sponsorships, and maybe you can make a little bit of living with it. I don't know. Um, in terms of uh, in terms of the two games last night, I was surprised the Clippers really put it to the Suns. I mean, yeah, they, they did. We're up seven and a half, and they kind of had control of the game the whole time. And so that series is three two going back to Los Angeles. And uh, unfortunately, you know, I'm rooting for Montreal, and I think it was reflected in kind of how I think that thing's going to go. It's okay, don't overreact to one game. You know. Yeah. Um, Vegas jumped on them too. I think obviously Tampa's a different beast, but I just think with Montreal, you got to uh, you got to be able to they they need to settle in a little bit. It's got to be a little yeah. a little shock to get five put on you with the goaltender that you have in Carey Price. But um, yeah, you just got to settle in. You got to settle in. Not the best start, but um, who know who knows that that place was rocking though. Tampa was rocking. Yes, it was. Yeah, yeah, it was. It's a beautiful uniform matchup too. I mean, it's it is. It, it looks is. a lot like the Leafs and the Canadians when they play. So it is. A, you know, yep. it has everything you'd want. Yeah. Um, that Tampa team's just pretty unbelievable. And there's, yeah. There's there's, there's so a lot good. there. There's a lot. I mean, I mean, they're lethal. They're lethal. They got they got they have the role players are elite. I mean, they got unbelievable stars. Obviously, they got everything you want in a roster. They really do. Yeah. Did you see uh, Winter Classic going to Minnesota next Ooh, year? Ooh, where at? I would assume they would do it at Target Field. Target Field. I'll be honest. I just looked at it. Either there or the okay. or the Gulf Stadium would be Let's one see. of the two, right? Wouldn't Target have the better kind of vista? Yes. I think that would be yes. better. It seems like it's better in baseball stadiums, and it seems like it's better, you know, when you've got a little bit of skyline. Yeah, Target Field. Targets. Target Field. Right down there. So it's Blues and and uh, Wild. That'd be cool. That'd be awesome. Oh, yeah. that view. Target good. Field is great. Target awesome. Field is great. I've been once. And it was after I was with the Rams, went back home one summer, and then took my family to a game at Target Field. And just because that's what you dreamed about as a kid, you just had to go down to yeah. the Metronome, and you'd be like, "Oh gosh, Metronome's terrible. The attendance was terrible." Did unless you think the Yankees that when were in you town. lived there? Did you think the Metronome was terrible when you lived there? Or were you like pride proud of it? No, I thought it was terrible. Really? Um, okay. And all okay. and, and all Minnesotans do. All, all Minnesotans complained over and over about the dome. It's not the okay. same as back when Bud Grant was coaching. Oh, they always wanted to. We outside. used to freeze our toes off. You'd have to cut off two toes to go to a game. This Metrodome yeah, right. stinks. And you're like, well, there's still people who are mad at the new stadium because it's not outdoors. They like, wanted do it you outside? understand that there's a Super Bowl was able to come to your city because of. And more will too. Yeah. No, I don't care. It ain't football up here. We cut off our noses. Okay, relax. <laughs> Settle down. My grandpa gets fired up legit. I have not seen my grandpa wear, I think, maybe 10 times in my life, a short sleeve like button down shirt. Other than that, it's flannel. So if it gets over 80, he is fired up hot. Oh, he's pissed. He's not having it. He is pissed. This stupid heat front coming through my grandpa. That, like, no one, why that, that the guy way. wants it to be like 34 degrees all the time. Loves it. Loves Fantastic. it. Fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, no, I mean, that's pretty straightforward. Like, you build a dome. Build it up. By the way, every NFL team, a little note for you. Build a dome. Build a dome. Super Bowls. Yeah. Final Fours. Draft. Combine. Yep. What do you want? Yep. You can do it all now. Yep. You got to have a dome, though. You, but quite frankly, if I'm the NFL, I'm going. I'm going L.A., Vegas, Texas, New Orleans. I'm, I'm staying away from Florida. It, it, you know what? It rains too much. I'm not taking the risk of yeah. Miami. I'm not taking the risk of Tampa. You give me yeah. like Houston. It's inside. Give me New Orleans. Give me L.A., Dallas. Vegas, Dallas. I haven't yeah. been to Houston versus Dallas. I haven't been to Houston. I've been to Dallas. I haven't Dallas been to Houston Stadium. Dallas is way better. Dallas is better. Yeah. I figured it would. Houston's be just a massive city. Like people don't realize that's the third, what third biggest city in the country. 
Yeah, it's huge. It's New York, L.A., Houston, Chicago. Forever. Yeah. Did it pass Chicago? I thought so. I knew it was coming. I thought I, so. I'm not surprised. Yeah, it's 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 moving at at, uh, at a rapid pace. By the way, speaking of moving at a rapid pace, for years, for years, oh, we can't have athletes making it making money on their no their image and no, likeness. No. For years, can't do it. It's too complicated. And then in a week, and now it is so. Here it is. Go make your money. The NCAA. What a weird day yesterday, right? Executive order for the governor of Ohio. Turns out it really didn't matter. We'll get into that coming up next. Bishop and Lorne, I just right here on The Fan. There's nothing like waking up, turning on your radio, and hearing the ramblings of dummies. Common Man and T-Bone Weekend. Saturday morning at 10. The Fan. It's Bishop and Laurenitis is What's Up? What's up, man? So Sponsored by your Central Ohio Honda dealers. All right, here's What's Up. We'll do the best to make sense of this. Again, state school. So, you know, limits on intelligence, but we'll do the best. Mm. All right. Mm. So yesterday, Governor DeWine signed an executive order allowing for name, image, and likeness in the state of Ohio. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's a big deal. Governor did it, and away we go. And, okay, we're good in the state of Ohio. Well, then, a couple of hours after it, the NCAA announced an interim policy. Now, what I'm going to do for you is read the interim policy, okay? Here's point one. College athletes can engage in name, image, and likeness activities that are consistent with the law of the state where the school is located. Okay, i.e., Ohio has a name, image, and likeness law. Student athletes can engage. Mm -hmm. Colleges and universities are responsible for determining whether those activities are consistent with state law. Okay, so you, it's important that DeWine sign the executive order, right? Because the state law allows for it. I have no idea why the NCAA would allow for state laws to, to states to supersede their own jurisdiction, but they have because of the NCAA, and that's what it is. Okay, second point. Student athletes who attend a school in a state without an image and li- name, image, and likeness can engage in this type of activity without violating NCAA rules related to name, image, and likeness. Mm. Well, wait a second. Mm. So it doesn't matter? Mm. Doesn't matter? Individual states don't matter? The Georgia law doesn't matter? Graham Mertz with a trademark doesn't matter? Executive orders don't matter? Next point. College athletes can use a professional service provider for name, image, and likeness activities. Okay. Finally, student athletes should report name, image, and likeness activities consistent with state law or school and conference requirements to their school. Okay, so the so law, are so the law is pointless essentially, because the NCAA said it's fine, it's fine. Yes, to those who the have law laws, it's fine. Which chops I were just talking about in the break. This is the, the whole- NCAA comes out and says you have to follow laws in your state, but now we have no rule. And right, it's like that's always that, been the that's case. Always been the case. I, I wanted to read it directly because <laughs> exactly. Yes. What are we doing now? What's interesting is. So how can schools differentiate themselves from others? If the NCAA has punted on this as they can try to come together, I don't even know if they're going to try, to be honest with you. Are they even trying to come together with a unified rule then on what is allowed and what is not going to be allowed? I don't. It doesn't seem so. It seems to me that they're just like, you know what, forget it. The hell with it. You guys figure it out. Go. So now how do you differentiate yourself with this? Conferences? Are you gonna? Is Kevin Warren gonna come out and say, "Hey, we're gonna be all together and do our own"? Okay, so then are you gonna make it more? What if you're like, you know what? None this, no this, no this, and the SEC is like, "Oh hell with it, it's fine, open market." 
advertise what you want. Well, what about this? No, it's fine. If you're over 21, I don't care if you do a, if you do a bar ad. What, what about, I mean, who's to say? So that's how you differentiate yourself. So some it's schools can make rules that are very limiting that are, will get picked apart in recruiting. Oh, you want to go there? <laughs> they won't even let you make how much you get. The hardest thing, too, is now you, these kids are going to have to, especially the big money makers, are going to have to figure out the whole, the whole tax bracket with all of this. Um, there will be some that are going to be absolutely crushing it. Here, you can crush it in Columbus. Oh, you can kill it here. You're going to be able to kill. I, I, there's can so you many pay me in cash? What? Why? I don't want to. I don't want to paper trace. I don't want to W. Right? Do you think? On a side note, do you think Venmo and all that has limited the cash transaction? Because not that many people have cash anymore. Yeah, I don't know. So now it's all know. portable. Yeah, like used to be. Track it all. Yeah, you, you know. What's the cost of this? There were a lot uh, to, of guys clear that, this space. Okay, a, what is it if I pay cash? Yeah, there are a lot of guys before less. me. Yeah, a lot of guys before me that um, did some of their autograph signings after they were done in cash. That was you could tell was not flying anymore by the time I came out because yeah. it just you're like, oh really? Wow, no. And then they're like, no, that's the way we used to do it. <laughs> now we don't do that right. that way anymore. Yeah. Um, so, as an aside. I find it so, it's so, it it aggravates me to such an extent whenever I see the NCAA, and it's kind of like their code word, this is like their get out of jail free card, when they call you guys student athletes. And I mean this from the sense of, as opposed to college athletes, Mm -hmm. and I think there's a pretty tremendous distinction between Mm -hmm. the two. Yeah. When you play, and we spend most of our time talking about football and basketball, but understand that the commitment that you guys have from a time, and it's even worse now than it was when you played. Yeah. The, the time on you guys. I remember when I first started covering college athletics in the early 2000s, and I've said this before, like the football players went home for the summer. Yeah. They went home. Yeah. They had summer jobs. I remember we did a series in like 2001 or 2002 at the television station I was at in Tallahassee. It was I Know What You Did Last Summer. And we would follow... Florida State football players, if there were some that were around, we'd go follow them on summer. Like they were, they weren't at the facility. Mm. They weren't at the facility. Mm. They were home. Yeah, they went home. Well, that changed. I mean, I'm sure when you played, you guys stayed, didn't you? Or did you go home? Uh, we would get like a week off to go home. Yeah. A week, okay, but yeah. not three months. No, 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 right? no, 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 no. Yeah, match. You know what Told did you. You, you do in that? What's the summer thing? These you guys we have, we have optional workouts coming out. Yeah, well, it's also optional that I play you. So. Right. Keep that in mind. Yeah. So in other okay. words, yeah. Yeah. So when they say student athletes, and you think about the course load requirement, and you think about the amount of hours that are demanded, you're college athletes. You're college athletes. Mm-hmm. And that does not diminish the academic work that's done. In fact, to me, it makes it even more impressive when somebody like you and you battle through and you stay the four years and you get the degree and it was important. But a lot of you guys did that. A lot of guys did that. But there's also a lot that are just trying to get there the three years and get the hell out. Yeah. Yeah. Right? And the, let's go play. Like, you know, I didn't come here to play school. Right, Cardell? By That's the way, right. how cool was it for him? He's sitting there talking in front of the governor. Right. I didn't come here to play school, and, it's, and Cardell's talking in front of the governor. That's, That's right. so awesome to see. I loved it. Um, so that's just a quick – that's an aside. But look, this is something that's neither that here nor there. couldn't do. Too complicated. <laughs> right. Too complicated. Can't do it. Yep. Well, now all of a sudden, in the course of 10 days, okay, fine, it's wide open. Do whatever you want. It's it's unbelievable how 
It's just wide it, open. It's pure, just um, <laughs> this whole thing is spiraling out of control, and they're trying to actually act still like they're in control of this thing. That's what it is. Interim the policy. I, I don't even think they're going to do themselves. <laughs> if you have a state, you can do it, and if you don't, you can do it. It's why they, they, exactly. they've washed their hands of it. Yes, they have. Yes. Best of luck to you. Yep. Gene Smith. Best yep. of luck. Yep. Go ahead. Come up with something that makes sense. So what? We wish so you all here's the, best the question. Of luck. So here's the next thing for us on want. our show. What is Ohio State's policy when it comes to name, image, and likeness? Okay. Well, I, I want to go. I want to go and downtown. Way, I want to go to Mint. Can I do a whole ad for Mint Nightclub? Is it still open? I don't even know if it is down there. You said it, it down by North, down by North Market. No gonna hold it Chops saying no. Chops, you, you're, I've Mint, never heard of Mint. Mint. Well, Mint wouldn't have been your cup of tea anyway. Um, there's yeah. no, there's no hard rock going on in Mint. Um, there's no, yeah. you know, shirtless air guitars <laughs> happening at Mint. I think I know the place you're talking about. I don't think it's called Mint anymore, but I know okay. the area, and there's okay. clubs still down there. Okay, so any of those. Yeah. Um, heck, I don't know. Choo- choose any of the other ones. You know, it was Panini's when I was in school. Um, heck, Little Bar. Go to any of these places and try to say, hey, now there's Big Bar. Is that where Panini's used to be? I don't even know. Miani's. Big Bar, yeah, is like up above, like where the Chipotle is, right yeah, it there. Yeah, it wasn't Big Bar. When there's I was Midway. There. There's yeah. Bullwinkles. Yeah, when, I miss the Nut House. That's what I miss. That's where I went on my visit. Elite time. But anyway, the Big Bar elite time. <laughs> for a three star. Big Bar is elite. Yep, Chad Hubler was my was my host. Big linebacker. Good um, job anyway, Chad. anyway. So if you're like, hey, I want to do a thing with Big Bar after the game, after the matchup, Saturday, 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 come see CJ Stroud, Stroud, Stroud. And you're, you're like, oh, okay, you know, 20 buck entry, you, you know, imagine? girls get in free. That's how they all yes. work. You know, dude's 20 bucks. Can and then, you imagine your junior but or But can you do that? Year? Here's my question, though. Will Ohio State allow it? And if you say no, if you're 21, worry about Penn State saying, you know, that's fine here. Does that flip a kid? I, I don't know. I'm just saying these are, these are the rules. I think as long as you're schools. 21, that's what I'm saying. It's the Wild <laughs> West. It's a great point out of you. Uh, How are you going to decide? There's so many layers to this. There's a lot for us to get prestige to. Prestige worldwide. Next half wide, hour or wide, so wide, on wide. this. Prestige worldwide. <laughs> First word, entertainment. All right. <laughs> How do you set a guidelines? Who's overseeing this? I know Ohio State's really smart. They've, they've been working on this. They knew this was coming. Mm-hmm. How do you oversee it? What are the rules? How do you make sure that your rules... Are the rules at Alabama, at Clemson, at yeah. the other places you're recruiting against? What's your team rules? All of those things. Can have you do to it during the week, in. Coach? Can oh, I do it goodness. during the week? Can I do These it? These are a, things that have to be sorted out. Can I do it on Friday night, or am I not allowed to? There's on Friday a lot night? to it. Can I leave the hotel? We don't have yeah. meetings. Got Jeez. free hour. Friday night. Can you imagine leaving the Blackwell? <laughs> just wondering. Going down to doing a club appearance. I'm just wondering. For six you know? for ten k. I mean, there's hey, a lot we to want unpack, you to do something for the varsity the varsity club. Oh yeah, I'm sure you do. Here's my fee. Yeah, that's right. I mean, it's mm. it's going to be a scene. We'll try to sift through it. There's a lot to unpack. We get into it coming up next. Bishop and Laurinaitis right here in the fan. All the dumb things we say are on demand when you want them. Just utilize the computer chip we've implanted into your brain. The fan, Ohio sports destination. Pushing the limit of how many times you can say the word thing in one show. That's the next thing. That is the next thing. This is Bishop and Laurinaitis. Boy, it is. There's a lot to this, and, and a lot of questions. There are no questions in terms of 
a fantastic event, and and that is the base for Dr. Cardale Jones Celebrity Softball Game presented by Record Automotive. It's coming to Huntington Park on Saturday, July 17th. Join Buckeye greats as they swing for the fences to benefit the Buckeye Cruise for cancer. Each ticket sold gets you a chance to win a cabin on the 2022 Buckeye Cruise. Head to 971thefan.com for all of the info. That cruise is going to be a scene, man. Mm. It's going to be crazy after a year off. It's going to be absolutely crazy. Although they did the land one, which was great. Uh, but you get that, you get the, all those buck nuts back on a, on a boat. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be crazy. Yeah. Um, if you are, you're Gene Smith. Okay. You're Mark Pantone. You're Ryan Day. Mm-hmm. How? See, to me, don't you have to hire somebody to manage this? And maybe they already have. Like you can't put this on Pantone. You can't put it on Volt. You can't put it on. I mean, there's got to be. I think you have to hire somebody. Yeah, to oversee this. You do. Because everybody's already busy. You do. Yeah. You, gotta, you have to divvy this up. You need to have a whole separate department. Right. You're going to need to hire what? I mean, how many people need to oversee this to keep an eye on things? But then now, again... There's no law to it. That's so right. So basically, you're holding them to your standard. Right. Like you're, the kid, understand to your point earlier, Like there is nothing that the NCAA is talking about here, and they, they've punted. They've punted. They're saying, you decide yeah. what these kids can and can't do. Yeah. The question is, does the school even want to be a part of it? Does a school no, even want to oversight it? Does a school want to? No. Does a school actually want to hire somebody else, give them full employee no. benefits to be able to say, you know what? Yes, this deal seems legit. Ah, this deal seems weary. And the student athlete goes, "Well, I want to do it anyway. Well, I wouldn't trust him." Then what happens when the guy doesn't pay, or it's not payment up front, or your player no shows and already got the money? Now the school's dealing with that. Do you even want to be involved, or do you want to be all third party? Say, you know what? You guys hire your own you representation. You deal with it. We're not getting our fingers in this, which I think is probably more more than likely is what's going to happen. These kids, like if you're CAA, oh. do you start courting 18-year-olds? Yeah. Right? Bo, think about the media space. Go ahead. Start your own podcast in season. Sorry, Jerry Emig. I'm going to start my own podcast and get advertisements off my commercials for my own podcast. Life inside of an Ohio State Buckeye. Jeez. Taraja Mitchell's already hinted at it. He said, do you think, what do you guys, would you guys listen if we started our own in, you know, in season View from the players podcast. I don't know how that went over with the coaching staff, but we can capitalize on that. I listen to wow. multiple podcasts that have commercials. Who's to say that you can't already start? Hey, you know what? IMG, you guys want to go ahead and just do a weekly radio show with CJ Stroud starting quarterback? Pay me. I'll do it. I, I don't think there's any way that you can put any restriction on any of it. No. We have free. We I'm have just saying it's a, it's a Pandora's box. We, we have, just open. It's, it's, a, oh, it's, it's bottomless, buddy. Yeah. It's yeah. bottomless. Yeah. And if you allow for, if you allow, if you restrict in any way, there will be schools that won't. Right. So you say, all right, we're not going to have, we're not going to let you guys, you guys can't be associated with, and you've talked about this in the NFL, like you were in St. Louis and you couldn't do Budweiser. Right. Because the NFL said, no, no, we're not having it. Even now, if you do an alcoholic beverage advertisement, it has to be around like hydration. Like remember Crown Royal had some guys, I think Chris Long did some stuff with Crown Royal and it was all about like hydrating. Right. He he did it because of his, you know, Water Boys initiative. But right. drink Crown Royal, but don't forget drink water too. That's the only way the NFLPA allowed it to happen. But so if you're but kid, there is no NFLPA here, buddy. Exactly. There is no NFL. There's I know. nobody guiding. I know. So if you're it's Kyle McCord, lawless. if I'm Kyle McCord and I'm like, you know what, I want to do um I want to do this, you know, podcast deal. And I want to get 
you know, behind the QB battle with Kyle McCord, and it's my own little podcast. I'll, I'll check Jeez. in twice a week or whatever, right? And the, and Ryan Day says, no, no, you're not going to do that. Well, oh, okay. Let me call what up. James let me Franklin see. James Franklin. Hey, James. Um, I have this idea. You you know, they're, not, they're not letting me do it here. Do you think it'd be okay? Sure. Yeah. And guess what, buddy? <laughs> Free transfer. You don't have to sit out. It's open. So, Wild West, come on over, man. You can do it here. Gosh, it'd be great. We'd love to have you. Go ahead. I wonder if the, Matter of fact, think, bring Julian with you and Marvin. There's going to be Call it the PA boys. <laughs> there's going to be straight chaos at the beginning of this until yeah. everybody gets their feet, and it's all at the feet of the NCAA who punted. You on cannot do a Big Ten. I'm just telling you, you cannot do a Big Ten. I know what it's going to say. Everyone's going to be like, oh, at least we have a uniform Big Ten conference policy. No. Nope. Can't do it. We tried to do can't that do with it. COVID. They sucked. Can't do it. Nope. Move on. Do your own thing, Ohio State, because guess what? The playing rules for Northwestern and Ohio State are not the same on this. It is They're apples not. and avocados. You have to do your own thing and go forward with it. You got to be as wide open as you know Bama's going to be. You got to be as wide open as you know Texas is going to be. Yeah. You got to be as wide open as you know Oklahoma's going to be, and they're going to be wide open, full throttle. Mm-hmm. Man, yeah, putting your arms around this is going to be wild, and I think in the beginning, it's going to be incredibly lucrative. I don't know if it will be as lucrative going forward, and I think that there's some specific things that this will hit on, and maybe some misconceptions about how it'll be. We get into that coming up next. Bishman Laurinaitis, right here on the fan. Top Shelf Conversation from Top Shelf Gentlemen. That's a pretty emphatic situation. This is Bishop and Laurinaitis. If you think about one of the... One of the... Kind of points that... One of the advantages that came with coaching at the college level Mm -hmm. was the control. Yeah. You had control. You controlled the players... Um, the guys were only there three and four years. You controlled their future in many instances. Um, you could hold over them uh, their eligibility. You could hold over them all of it, and you had not necessarily in, in a negative way, but that was it. Like you, you signed to play yeah. at Ohio State. Okay, this this is a huge decision. You commit to it. If you're going to transfer, you got to sit out a year. Yep. If you're going to transfer, so you lose a year. Yep. And you're you're now in that world, right? Mm-hmm. The control. Here in the last, really, the last, what, year? Well, it's totally it's, slipped. It's gone. They're the captain now. Yeah. The players are the captain now. Mm-hmm. I, I wonder if this will, if you are, if you're Ryan Day, if you're Lincoln Riley, do you say, boy, the next time the Cowboys call, maybe I'll make $8 million and not have to deal with this. Mm-hmm. Maybe I don't want to be appeasing. Hey, Cliff, how's the 18, life up there? 19? Yeah. How's you got the a life, good life Cliff? in Scottsdale? How's that? Yeah. You got off seasons? Yeah. How are those off seasons? Yeah. I mean, here they are grinding in June. I saw Coach Meyer at Glacier uh, at Glacier Metro Park on Saturday. He wasn't sure. doing that when he was coach of the Bucks. No. He'd be at the Woody grinding. No, he would be. I, he'd I be think recruiting. Is- he'd, be, he'd be calling JTT. You coming yes. yet? Do you want to be a champion or not? Do you want to right. be a champion or not? You can't be one at Oregon or USC. Do you want to host right. a title or not? Come do it here. That's right. That's right. Why wouldn't you want to be coached by Larry Johnson? Is something wrong with you? That's right. That's what it'd be. Now that's out the window, man. Like, this is going to be an incredible adjustment for everybody around. I think about Saban. Like, it, 
it, you know, how, how long is he going to be for this? Nick would be like, look, I got a, I got a Mercedes Benz dealership in Nashville, Tennessee. Oh yeah. Can we get all those Benzes down here when these kids? Yep. It's, it's going to be absolutely lawless. You hit on something that, you know, you, everybody talks about, all right, car dealerships. They talk about, you know, appearances. They talk about, um, you know, straight endorsements in the traditional way. It's I mean, you think about, you think about, we think about Arch Manning, Quinn Ewers, mm-hmm. like when they get to campus, what's to stop, what's to stop CAA and just using them as, as an example? Well, it's a good example because it's Peyton's agency and it's also Eli Manning's, but okay. yes. So, so, so CAA goes, CAA clients. CAA goes to, to, uh, Arch Manning and they say, uh, we got you set up uh, with a Nike deal, um, and and you're going to do some some social media post. Look, you're going to go to Texas or Clemson or wherever you're going to go, and we've got we got you know you do some social media posts in Nike gear. We're going to pay you. You know we got a deal set up for two hundred fifty thousand dollars a year, and and I think there is some misconception. You can speak to this. It's very rare. Usually, it's gear, right? It is, unless you're a quarterback. Unless you're a dude. Unless you're a dude or a yeah. wideout. A quarterback wideout. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, th- and that's NFL level. So I, I mm-hmm. the idea that people are going to be making million dollars on sneakers when they're 18 is not very likely, but right. he would be an example of somebody who would, Yeah. let's say he cho- were to choose to go to Texas A&M, which is Adidas. Mm. Yeah. So there's, there's layers to this beyond yeah. layers. And we're talking about the highest level players and of the course. most famous. Arch Manning is going to be the most famous, you know, kid to come yeah. in. Quinn Ewers, obviously very, very popular. There uh-huh. will be a lot of interest in him. I think he'll make a very good living his first do, year here. Do the, here's my question for you. Do the apparel companies start allocating more of that money towards people and not schools? Hey, Nike's been a, a sponsor of Ohio State Athletics for a while. You know what? <sighs> We actually want to give it more to the quarterbacks, the receivers. Well, what about the women's soccer team? What about cross country? Yeah, I'm not. I don't know if we should. I don't know if we should do these bat massive contracts with the schools. Maybe it should be individual teams. Maybe you know football. It's a fantastic point. You, you don't want to put money into. Well, we used to have a contract for the whole, the whole, all of our athletics. Yeah, we don't need to do that anymore. Yeah, we're not interested in those. We're not interested in that anymore. Reach. Yeah, we're not really getting a return on investment on that. I, there's so many angles to this that are. So just fascinating. We've we've hit on a couple of them. There will be players that are going to make a lot of coin from this. There will be some. Listen, I think most players can make something because there's a hometown now, right? Like whether you're from Coldwater, oh, yeah. Ohio, or Bellbrook, Ohio, Absolutely. or Troy, Ohio, or wherever, St. No Henry. Uh, you want to go back locally and do some kind of appearance and a football camp, and now you can make some cash. We've talked about the female athlete kind of slant to all of it. There, there's so many layers to all these things. It's just a, it's going to be very fascinating and it's going to be, I think like you said, it's going to be absolutely chaotic off the, off the bat. Can these, and what is the, can these schools really, you know, alter it? Like if you're, can these schools alter it? Can, can Adidas alter a commit's mind based on saying, no, we're Adidas school, but we'll pay you this. Go to one of the Adidas schools. Oh, oh gosh. Okay. So then you start looking up who has Adidas. Oh, that's right. That's what I mean. I mean, that's what yeah. I'm saying. Like that can't, but that's at the very highest end. It is. So it that is. Will be it's not bas- the norm, but yes. Yeah, so yeah. That that will be like the elite quarterback, yeah. the five-star quarterback who's yeah. no, like Arch Manning, honestly, is the perfect example. Right. There's no better example than him. He's the one. Like 
name recognition, probably as, as much of a Q rating in football from a name and positive name recognition than right. anybody. Right. I don't know if there's a more positive name recognition in all of football in the last 30, 40 years than Manning. Right. It's got to be number one. Yep. Right? Yep. So he is the perfect example mm-hmm. of what the high end of this will look like. He, I think it's very possible for him to make a million dollars as an 18-year-old yeah. on campus. Yep. yep. If he chooses to. Now, they're pretty guarded with stuff. They don't make him available they they're pretty good with with that with him. They you know they don't they don't do a lot. He doesn't do interviews that type of stuff. But holy cow! You know what I mean, makes think- me nervous is the and it's because I've seen it with professional players. But you mentioned CAA, you mentioned and there's many other agencies. There's specific sure, there's marketing specific firms out there. I actually believe that Peyton after his rookie deal went from CAA and actually went with a whole different, because he realized, not that CAA's marketing isn't great, they are, but just realized I'm, I'm going somewhere else with it. But, I mean, there's sometimes, sometimes some of these football agencies, like their marketing department will take 15, 20%, while the football contract is three. And so then all of a sudden you have how many parents, uncles, brothers will be like, hey bro, I'll do a five. I'll hook you up with all yeah. these deals. And then what happens when you show up to this deal at like a local Walmart and the guy says, I'll pay you after, and the check bounces. And then you're like, well, who's, whose responsibility is that? Well, hey, bro, did you have an actual, was there any documentation to where I can sue him? No, man, this was just kind of like agreed over text messaging. Oh, so why am I out on 5K? And you see it all the time. So now brother's relationship is, well, I'm not trusting you to do my deal anymore. Why wouldn't you, if I would have hired a professional, yeah, I would have given away a grand, but at least I'd have four grand in my pocket. And so these are the deals that you have to worry about. How many of these kids have support systems? It's just another layer. I mean, and it's not our job, the police at all. I'm just saying you can imagine the stress of a college athlete who still has to maintain a certain GPA because he's a student athlete who still has to worry about just the normal social life of being an 18 or whatever year old playing football, worrying about job security, all this stuff. And now that's another layer to add on to it. Are they going to have to pull back the football time commitment to make room for this? Well, that's the, that's going to be the power struggle, the battle. I don't because think, what did you just say? I don't think you, you have said, to. They're, they're still in school. Right. Right? Right. So if you're at, let's say they're at Clemson, they're like, hey, man, we don't, you know, let's. what, what is a reasonable amount that a, a college football player would have to be accountable in season at Ohio State? Like, what's the hours? Oh, I don't even know. Let's just say it's 40 for the sake of this. I think yeah. it's probably a lot more, but let's just say it's 40. 40 hours a week you're required to be doing football mm. activities. I yeah. don't know that that's it. It's probably less. could be more. I have no idea. But let's say it is for the sake of the conversation. And Dabo goes, oh, man, we only need 30. The other 10, you can be doing. You can do that however you want. Right. And you hit on something that I hadn't considered. Content. Yeah. Content in season. I mean, I thought about social media. I didn't think about content. Right. It's one thing to to post. I mean, a lot of these kids have big time followers at the highest level. Of course. Um, so it's one thing to post on social media. It's another thing to create content. Yes. You're not going to get. You think about how valuable, like a inside. I mean, not, Big Ten Network did it a few years ago with Ohio State, where they were like basically doing training days for Ohio State. And it was pretty mm-hmm. cool. Like they had cameras inside the program. Well, now you don't need any of that. No. 
Now, all of a sudden, you shoot it on your phone, you put it on your YouTube channel. Not only and that, you, I mean, do you want to TikTok it? You want to IG live it? What do you want? Sure. Yeah. That's what I mean. Like, yeah. if you're a coach, you're going to have to, like, say no phones in the facility. Yeah. But then if you say no phones well, and Dabo says, oh, yeah, phones, shoot whatever you want. Cold tub confessions, you know, instant post-practice right. before even media opens uh-huh. up. I'll give you my thoughts on how I did the day at practice. I balled out. I had two picks. Sure. So-and-so, I think so-and-so is going to win the QB job. I don't think it gets to that. But, you know what I mean? The cultures will be tested. I agree with you. Cultures culture will, will be, be tested. tested. That's a good way to put it. Who has culture? Who doesn't? In their locker and, room to be able to protect and it. You're, you're going to have to be malleable on your culture. You're going to have to be adjustable because it's going to be it's going to move. The target's going to move here and there. You brought up a great one. Can you imagine if C.J. Stroud, Kyle McCord, Jack Miller did a uh, not that they would do it together, but if they did, they could. Like if there was a if either one, any one of them did a podcast on the quarterback battle. Mm, yeah. Here's what's really happening from yeah. my perspective. Right. Right now, Pantone's going, you idiots, shut up. Inside the huddle this. with C.J. Stroud. Right. Yeah. Jeez. I, I don't even know. The only thing that, I, honestly, I don't care about all that, but the only thing that makes me nervous about that is like when you're talking with your boys on a podcast setting, and you, you it, all it takes is one slip. We're like, man, I hit How Marvin you, right in the damn hands if he could catch. Yep. Yep. I'd have been perfect what today. What happens in that setting is, and I... I, I I used it's to tricky. Podcasts it's tricky. You you sometimes forget that people's listening because it feels like it's just you and your buddies yes. talking. Whenever I do any of Chris Long's stuff, I yeah. have to constantly remind myself that oh, yeah. I have to envision other people in the room that I don't know. Yes. Because there can be stories and there can be personal jokes that go back and forth to where you're like, oh, that did not go across how I wanted it to. Yep. You have to remember, you know? You guys, think about Think about the things that we've hit on now, and I understand that this is kind of throwing things at a wall situation, and it is because we can't. You, James and I can't put our arms around this. It's bottomless. It is bottomless. Yeah, yeah. There are there are opportunity upon opportunity upon opportunity, mm-hmm. and so then you say to yourself, "Who is going to try to put their arms around it, and what responsibility is it of the university beyond just policing what you can and can't do?" Beyond restricting what you can so, and can't do, but how are you going to? What, how are you going to make sure that these kids file taxes? File taxes. How, who who's I, going to represent them? Hey, coach, I have a court hearing. What do you mean you have a court hearing? I can't come to practice. Why? Because so and so didn't pay me the ten grand he told me he was going to. I have to I have to show up in court to defend myself. The hell you do? We got practice. We got Penn State Saturday. I don't care. Yeah. it's only Thursday, coach. I'll be fine at walk through tomorrow. No, like the the, the layers. Or, I mean, we can that, keep going and going. That's what and I want to get into next. Is in an ideal world, when universities are going to make up their own rules, very clearly, the NCAA again is punted. When universities are going to make up their own rules, what responsibility is it of the university to guide the college athlete mm. on this journey? Because when you're a pro, that's why you hire CAA. That's, that's a, why and, you hire. And, and that's the job that's of the NFLPA. And the NFLPA. There is no PA. There is no. Problem. I had NFLPA did, did nothing for me when I had a whole off season. I had to get randomly drug selected. Why? Because I was in New Orleans for an OTA, and I was I had bashed legit a gallon and a half of water. Why? I was be a hundred and four heat index for this OTA. So I bashed so much water. Hey, you got a random drug test. Damn. And my sample was too dilute. So they put me in the program oh for three God, months. Really? I got tested in Aurora 
At 6.30 a.m., my father-in-law answers her door, comes downstairs. Hey, James, NFL guy's here. I'm like, what? I had to pee right. in the guest bathroom in front of my mother and father-in-law. Come on. And I had to do a, yes. And they found me at a hotel. One day, I'm like, I, you had to, that, that whole program, have, like- the whole summer, my pee was literally so dilute with so much water content that they thought that I used the dilute, like some dilution service to get past the, the weed test. Oh, my God. Over yeah. weed? It was a, yeah, whatever. I don't even. I'm just like, God. this is so stupid. Did you have a beeper? How did they know where you were all the time? You have to inform them whenever you leave said oh city. Oh, my God. So, whenever I, so I had to say, hey, I'm traveling from New Orleans through Nashville these days, through whatever, testing me in Nashville at the Omni. Nothing like being in a guest bathroom with your pants down and someone looking at you when some other person comes in. Good That's Lord. fun. That's an, that that's an adventure. Wild. Nothing to see here. Don't worry. That's, it's for the NFL. That's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy that that's the reality. Mm-hmm. Coming up next, though, I am I, I do think that that is a fascinating part of this. What responsibility does Ohio State have to guide these guys, or do they punt on all of it? We get it coming up next. Bishman Laurinaitis right here in the fan. The first and the best. Your home for all things Buckeyes, Jackets, and former linebackers making inappropriate innuendo. The fan, Ohio sports destination. Threes and Uncle Bo. If you know, you know. You're listening to Bishop and Laurinaitis. And the Signature Cabinetry Fan Golf Classic presented by Delta Dental of Ohio and Logan AC and Heat Services takes place Monday, July 12th. The kids sale. It all benefits the Buckeye Cruise for Cancer and the James Cancer Hospital. Register your foursome now at 971thefan.com. We'll be out there. Look forward to seeing you all out there on Monday the 12th. So let me ask you this. If, if you are... If you are... Again, I'm going to make you Gene Smith. Is it better for you to just open up the floodgates and say, go forth, young men, get what you can get? Or do you say, come to Ohio State, which is the better selling point to a kid, and every kid's going to be different. Mm. And I think it's got to be kind of one way or the other. Come here. We've got agents that we associate with, agencies that we associate with, and these people will represent you. These are the people who are going to help you from a tax bracket specific this is how we're going to handle your taxes mm. these are accountants that we have used and vetted and they're good people they'll yeah. take care of you mm-hmm. this is these are uh these are endorsements that we have set up for you these are people that these are our preferred vendors this way like which way that better be on the price of on the house yeah that better be part of the buckeye experience that, no fee there. that's paid salary by the school you pay your accountant I do. You pay, you pay CAA. I do. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's a chunk. Like, but I'm saying, like, think about it. That that's another way. Ohio State says, yeah. So here's the fee that you'll have to give to the school. Okay, it's standard. Here's the fee you're going to have to pay to our accountant. Okay, standard. You know, it's part of the deal for doing your taxes and stuff. Well, hold on a second. Penn State says that they'll do it as part of my. It's fine. It's part of the deal. Part of the scholarship. Free accounting and free. Damn Who's it, Penn pay State! For all this. Damn it, Penn State! Who's going to pay for all this? I love how we have to continually find examples or reasons for any other team in the Big Ten to have a leg up on right. us when it's not going to happen. Leg up because what none. has history has shown us, and these are all just hypotheticals, but history has shown us that Ohio State has been pushing this conference forward. Oh, for exponentially two de- since two decades, two decades, yeah, but a decade with Urban, but even ramped up with with Urban. Yes, yeah. To where Urban yeah. came in, like when maybe Coach Trussell. Would have said in a really nice roundabout way behind the scenes, you know, 
he would have really talked up Iowa and the job Kirk Ferentz has done, and he's been incredible oh, for yeah. the conference. And you know, we really just have great people in the Big Ten. Urban came in behind the scenes. It might have been like, gosh, we need these other teams to kind of recruit better. You know, they're trying really hard though. Urban just came in like a sledgehammer. Yeah, <laughs> First he said it on Bishop day. and Rothman. <laughs> he said it on Bishop and Rothman. I asked him. I said, Coach, I'm looking here. Um, and, you know, that was the last time he was on the show because he got in a little bit of hot water over it. But he goes, I said, Coach, you know, I'm looking at this. You're, you guys, you finished in basically three months with a top five class in the country. And you were here from December on. I mean, you think about the Noah Spence. I mean, it was incredible what he did. And meantime, there, I don't think that year there was another Big Ten team in the top 20. And he goes, yeah, it's a problem. We got to recruit better. That's all he said. It wasn't anything a big deal. But he said it, and then the next day was like the Big Ten meetings in Chicago, mm-hmm. and Bielema was like, I don't like this guy telling us how we got a coach, blah, blah, blah. And then Urban's like, why am I getting heat for this? And he shouldn't yeah. have. Yeah. So you're right. Oh, this Understand this, folks. On name, image, and likeness, this is not going to be a problem here. No. I'm just what, what I'm interested in is how do you thread the needle here? What, do, what, do, what is the best way to serve these kids? And we're talking about this in football and men's basketball because those are the sports we talk about most. And I do think there will be casualties in non-revenue sports because somebody's got to pay for all this staff. Right. My hunch is it would be advantageous for a university to supply representation, accounting for their student athletes. I don't think 18-year-olds are equipped go to go find firms. that. Yes. They're not. They're not ready yes. for that. So I think it would be beneficial. Let alone financial advisors. Of course. For the top, so, top guys. For the top for guys. For the top guys, yeah. sure. And by the way, also for, and we talked about this, The I, I think there's going to be an, an incredible amount, more than you think, of female student-athletes with social media presence that are going to have to be managed too. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot. To, there's a lot of layers to this. But my hunch would be, if I'm running Ohio State, I'm going to hire representation. Yeah, I'm going to hire essentially, agencies to find stuff for my guys. Yep. I'm going to hire an accounting firm to do the taxes for my guys. That's going to be part of the deal. It's well, part, that costs that's, part of, that's part of your scholarship now. Yeah, it that costs money. Yeah, yeah, it costs money. That costs a lot of money. Costs money. No that's doubt. a lot of people you got to hire mm-hmm. to look out for all of this. Yep. You want to, because guess what? You don't want to get your guys in trouble with shady characters doing deals that are risky. You don't know what their backgrounds are. And think about how it just opens up to a lot of people trying to get their hands on certain players that at 18, 19 years old, are you equipped to make those wide? Maybe, maybe you are. I'm sure some are. I'm not going to try to say every single player is going to be, oh, I don't know how to handle it. No, I'm sure some are more equipped than others. But as a school, you don't want your guy getting in trouble the worst thing is what happens when you're set up for a deal, you get the Venmo, and then you no-show. Well, you know, hey, I didn't expect, I mean, so-and-so slid in my DMs. I didn't expect There's going to be actual laws. I didn't know we were supposed to have a wide receiver dinner tonight. I can't make the yeah. appearance. The hell, you can't. can't. I, already, I already wired you $2,500. Oh, my bad. The, you send it back? No, be- I'm not sending it back. Then what? Now we're talking about, was it legal action? Is it wait till I see you on on eleventh? <laughs> what, you know, what is it? Is it Buddy, that's what you have to avoid if you're the school. What about the twenty year old who gets a letter from the IRS that says, "Hey, why didn't you? We, 
you didn't pay tax on this. Exactly. We're going to audit you. We're, yeah, here's an audit. Wait, what? Yeah. What's an audit? Wait, a lot what? of guys saying what? that. Yeah. yeah. So navigating that from a university standpoint, to me, I would if I were if it were my son or daughter, I would want what I just laid out. Yes. I would want infrastructure in the facility yes. to take care of them as they navigated it. I yes. would not want the Wild West. And I'm one of these people. Bob, his kids, they might want he might want the yes. Wild West. He might say, I'll handle it. I'll handle it. Uh, that's my point. I never had a mom and dad who were like, hey, this is how you need to handle the IRS. This is how you need to handle financial advising. No, I didn't have that model for me. My dad made some coin wrestling. He lost it by trusting the wrong people. So I actually right. go the other way. I was a lot more conservative. It took me, I didn't sign with a financial advisor till year three in the NFL. I didn't try, right. met a bunch of them. I didn't trust a bunch of them. And then I finally went with someone here in Columbus that I trusted and I'm still with them. And I really enjoy our relationship. But for the longest time, I was like, well, I saw dad trust the wrong people, terrified of doing yes. what pops did. I'm, I'm just going to, I guess I'll just put it in the bank. Because I'll just yeah. have it sit there. It wasn't until my second deal when I was about to sign it where I was like, okay, I think I need to do something different somebody. with this. Yeah. And really it was Shelly, who's an econ major, saying, what are you doing, moron? Don't just have it right. sit. <laughs> but you had a wife. Right. You had the personal experience. Right. So how many people don't have that model for them? And a pro. Like if it's Bobby's son, like Bobby's a very smart dude and he'll let you know it. But Bobby's a smart guy. He's going <laughs> to, he, he could steer his son or daughter to say, hey, here's what, here's where we need to go as Correct. far as IRS. Here's where we need to go as far as financial planning. Here's what right. I can help you. But there's a lot of athletes that don't have that support that system. They can't go to mom and dad. Hey, mom, dad, who do we use for taxes? What do you mean? Who do we, yeah. you know, like there's a whole lot of this that is just way up in the air. That's the reality. That's the wide range of college athletes. Yeah, it's, it's good. It's, it, so if so I was a school, I would try to support them, but I would it's too. also not my money. Support. It's not the university's, you know, I'm not, if I'm spending the university's money to hire all these new people. Yeah. It's a, it's a, yeah, it's an issue. It sure is. Um, wild, wild. And it's going to be a crazy summer on this front, to say the least. Uh, Little Tuesdays with Tiberi coming up next. Bishman Laurinaitis right here on The Fan. So much soccer, your head will explode. Inside the crew. Tuesday night at 8. Proud to be your flagship home for crew soccer. The Fan, Ohio sports destination. Two legends, one show. Well, it's all a lie. This is Bishop and Laurinaitis. All right, time to head out on the Brian Heating Cooling Systems Fan Guest Hotline for a little Tuesdays with Tiberi. Dom Tiberi, the 10TV legend, joining us. Hey, buddy, we have uh, today is DeSales Day. You and Fick in the same show. So let, let's start here, and we'll get to the crew because I know that you're down there every day and, and we're opening the stadium this weekend. It's going to be awesome. Uh, but before we get to that, it is a DeSales all time reunion. There is one table left. You and Fick will walk in at the same time. Mm. Who gets the table? Of course, uh, Fick. My goodness. I mean, I, I got to tell you. You're the king of the town. About, yeah, it doesn't matter. I got to tell you. Uh, <laughs> I remember when, when Fick couldn't decide where he was going to go to college. Uh, Ohio State was maybe, you know, they, they weren't sure he was big enough. And, you know, Fick was a heck of a wrestler at the sales. And so Moosey and I, you remember our sports director, Paul Spahn, we went Don't over him. We saw Fick and. Fick, Fick, at the time, he did an interview, said, well, I'm going to take a visit to Michigan, but he wanted to go to Ohio State. 
And I'll never forget walking in the wrestling room at the sales, and they had three wrestling mats, you know, that, uh, you know, go from one end to the other. And they had these furnaces they could turn up and make it 100 zillion degrees in there. And this guy walked on his hands from one end of the wrestling room to the other. And I remember taking that video, and we showed it to Elliot Uzalak and said, man, you guys are missing the boat on this kid. Watch what we're going to And so then the rest is history. I mean, he's... Luke Fickle is That's one of awesome. the toughest dudes I ever met in my life, but I'll never forget watching him walk on his hands. This dude, <laughs> I mean, he was, yeah, he could, he would he would get the table. I, I mean, we both were heavyweights. One of us was a real heavyweight, and the other would be uh, counting the lights in the gym. <laughs> Dom, uh, AJ and Bobby consistently tried to get this to happen, and it never did happen. But who do you think... I don't even know if it's a question of who would win. How long would it take? How long would the match be if Luke Fickle and Anthony Schlegel put on singlets and got after it? Because we tried to make it happen. We tried to make it happen. I remember being a freshman and these meetings would get out of control and you'd have Bobby getting going and AJ and then Luke would downplay it and Schlegel, no, you know, Schlegel, no, 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 no. Come on, come on. You know, and it'd be like this, but they're, they're, they're two wild animals. I mean, what what do you think the outcome of that is? I mean, Luke's got length. Real quick, Dummy. Yeah, let's set the table and understand for people who don't know. Luke won how many state championships in Ohio? Didn't he win every year? I thought he won three. Yeah, he and Schlegs won, won I, in I Texas. Thought he was a, yeah, well, let me, you know, but uh, I would take Luke just from the standpoint that, uh, I mean, I never, this, this dude's upper body strength and his balance and everything. I mean, he he was a beast. He could have been a great, you know, he could have been an Olympic wrestler, in my opinion. He was he was that good. And uh, uh, I don't know. I, I don't know that I would want to see. Well, you know, you would want to see it, but I, I don't know. <laughs> I, I think I... I think I would have to take fix. You know, I really. Oh you know, man, Schlegs is going to call is, you, you know, so well, fast once he hears this. Well, I'll wrestle Schlegs. <laughs> but but you, you you know, I remember when I was wrestling at the sales, and and Luke, you know, his dad used to referee my matches. His dad was a wrestling referee, and I remember he would bring you know Luke into the sales. He was a little stallion, and he was like you know knee high and. And and then you see what he became, and, and and you know you know the best thing about Fick, he's just a great guy, great family. Yeah. But uh, I'll tell you what, he was a hell of a football. All I all I will tell you is I think about his last game against that team up north, and he played the game with a torn pectoral. Jeez. Can you imagine? Mm. Can you imagine playing that game? No. And he was a beast. Yeah. Uh, yes, he was. We look forward to talking to him here in about uh, forty-five minutes from now. Um, in tell terms him, of tell him, what, I get, tell him I give him my respect, and I have no desire to wrestle him. <laughs> That's exactly how I'll lead off the interview. I'll inform him of that right off the gates. Uh, I see you. You're, you're down at the stadium. This stadium's unbelievable. Ribbon cutting today. Uh, I know you're doing a lot uh, with Channel Ten, obviously with with the with the opening of the stadium. Uh, you got you got a food tour, Dami. What do you make of the new digs for the crew and the, and the food options down there? You're the food connoisseur of town. It blew my mind. I got to be honest with you. You know, you know, we've been seeing this thing built, but once you get in there, it kind of takes your breath away. My God, it's gorgeous. I mean, I mean, every nothing was left. To, to chance and i mean it's just you know you, every everywhere you look the sight lines in this place are amazing what they did for the new do, new nordeck is amazing 
And then you mentioned the food. Oh, my goodness. They they make a mean pizza there, Bo Bishop. I'm telling you. And they're okay. using the, great, the, the best ingredients. The only thing that I was unsure of, you know, it's just kind of modern thing, uh, James. You might like it. I, okay. I know Bo's more of a traditionalist. But they take that Mike's hot honey and they drizzle it over the pizza. Oh, yeah. We do that consistently. You know what yeah, we do yeah. with that, too? We do that Mike's. It's a, it's a, yeah, it's a young kid thing. It is. I put it, you know what I put it on too. last night? I, I did some, uh, I did some, some sockeye salmon on the Traeger grill. All right. So you get a little smoke flavor. And I did roasted yeah. Brussels sprouts with a little bit of that Mike's hot honey and sriracha tossed. How about that yeah. for you? Can I interest you in yeah, that, Donnie? I, 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 I don't understand all that stuff. And it's fine, you know, for, for <laughs> each his own. But it's like, I, I mean, it's like, you know, my son-in-law, God bless him. I love him. He's, he, he, he had the other day, there's this place and I guess it's good, but they take a big, big cinnamon roll with the icing and then they put chicken over it and then they pour maple. So if I want breakfast, I'll eat breakfast. If I, and I know it all <laughs> yeah. goes to the same place and all that, but I mean, I, I, I don't understand all this mixing uh, business. You know what I mean? Do you, you, do you agree, Bob? Do. You're more of a traditionalist. I do. I yes. Mean, you know. Yes, it's like I it's do. like uh, I'll have you know if I want spaghetti and meatballs, I want regular spaghetti and meatballs. I'm not going to pour you know cinnamon and maple syrup over it too. That sounds disgusting, no by the way. Sounds absolutely. What do you got going on this week down there? What are you doing down there for the we're launch just, of the stadium? Just, you've just you've been at both. Hey, you know who we're going to be with later today? Another great DeSales stallion, Tim Bezbachenko, is going to go live with us today. Yesterday, I don't know if you saw it, I was live with the forever captain, Frankie Hayduck. And I'll tell you oh, what, he was, wound, he was wound up like you couldn't imagine. He started singing and chanting, and you should have seen, seen Yolanda and Andrews uh, express. They, they didn't know what to think. This man just started, we love you, we love you, you know, that crew song he yep. sings and all that. But, yeah, I, it's, uh, there's a lot of excitement, a lot of excitement. And, uh, you know, who, who would have thought this team, the only thing that, that kind of, irked me a little. I wanted to see the crew crush those guys the other day over in Austin. Yeah, I, and it didn't, I just wanted to I just be, I mean, I, I think I it's love personal. this team, but they, they, they need a Frankie Hayduck on this team, a guy that's got a little bit of an edge that would, you know, he, he just soon yeah. hits you in the mouth to talk to kind of like Luke. You, you, if, if we could either get along or we're going to get it on. I like that. I like where it's at. Keep it locked on Channel 10 all week. Dommy's going to have you covered on the opening of the new stadium. Uh, going to be fun. Always appreciate your time, my friend. Have a great week. See you, boys. All right, that is the great Dom Tiberi on a little Tuesdays with Tiberi. We hit Thing or Not a Thing up next. Bishop and Laurinaitis right here in the fan. The only radio station still operating with an active booze cart. I'm drunk right now. No, I'm not. Yes, I am. The fan. Ohio sports destination. Well-dressed, well-spoken, but never, ever a well-drink. What about chaos? Insanity. Absolute insanity. You're listening to Bishop and Laurinaitis. All right, time for a little thing or not a thing. Chops is here. Hit a chopper. Bishop and Laurenitis. Thing or not a thing. Sponsored by Geico Insurance. All right, here we go. ESPN Stats and Info. Chris Paul is seeking his first career finals appearance, his 2,494 playoff points, 11 All-Star selections, and 10 All-NBA selections are all the most among any player to not appear in the NBA finals all time. Thing or not a thing. Jeez. Yeah. 10 all NBA. Mm. Wow. That's. I know. That's incredible. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, it's a big thing, and I didn't know if he'd ever get this chance because this is a guy that kind of got pushed around. Remember, he played in Oklahoma City, yep. uh, played in Houston for a stretch, and now all of a sudden there's talk he's going to opt out because he wants a bigger contract. Like People thought he was washed. Um, they're not there yet, though. I think that loss last night's a big one. Yeah. Now it's three, two going back to LA. Like it's a little more pressure on it now. You know, I think they yes. thought they had it. And now it's a little bit more. Oh, okay. Maybe I think we it's are very gonna, much in yeah. the cards that yeah. they could blow it. Yeah. Yep. Bengals offense coordinator Brian Callahan on Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase quote: "They got a good rapport. You can see it and feel it. They know how to communicate with each other. I think that's exciting for me. They don't really need to get to know each other. They do know each other." Thing or not a thing? How important is that out of the gates? I think it's very important. You're used to throwing routes to the guys. A lot of that is feel. You know, you understand his his mechanism. That's why sometimes guys who are more freelancers, OBJ, are frustrating for quarterbacks. Because yep. while they're extremely talented and they'll get open, how the hell am I supposed to know where you're going to go if you're doing all this shaking on your route tree? Just run the route. Yep. And so I think knowing that they have that communication, they absolutely know each other. Um, they know... Uh, whenever you have a relationship in any line of work, it just it opens up a whole lot more freedom. I feel like to go, you know what I mean, to to be better at your job, and I think it's a huge thing, especially for that relationship, QB to wide receiver. Their offense is terrifying. Boyd, Chase, T. Higgins, Burrow, Mixon. Yep, man, that's a lot of skill. That's a lot of skill. Chris Holtman posted a picture of all the current and former Buckeyes on hand for alumni practice week. Some players on hand, D'Angelo Russell, Jared Sellinger, Evan Turner, Kata Bates-Diop, Jay Sean Tate, William Buford, and Aaron Kraft. Also, EJ Liddell was there, but Dwayne Washington, who just finished up combine workouts Sunday, was not. Thing or not a thing? So, I'm going to say not a thing in terms of of who wasn't there, you know, in terms of EJ and Dwayne being there or not being there. Um, EJ being there seems like that's a bit of a thing. It's really cool, though, to see this. And and despite us, we don't, in basketball, we don't necessarily have, obviously, we're, you know, we're not Kentucky. Yeah. You know, we don't have that type of, but we do have is a, a really strong brotherhood yeah. with those guys. It's a really strong culture. Um, and, and Coach Holtman did an incredible job of carrying on what Thad had built, the best of what Thad had built, and welcoming those guys and keeping them in the fold. And this is awesome to see. It was great to see D'Angelo Russell back here. Yeah, he was, was only here one year under Thad Mata, and he's back here. That's really cool. Yep. Yep. I, I love it. I absolutely love it. And I think uh, it's always cool when you see the alumni wearing the, the new swag gear and stuff that you get. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's great. It's awesome. I love seeing it. You going to suit up and practice with the football team, James? Absolutely not. Bobby did that. So did Heartline. I'm not doing that. CBS Sports' Tom Fernelli ranked the Big Ten teams by strength of schedule. Nebraska and Michigan have the toughest schedules, while Ohio State and Northwestern round out the list as the easiest schedules. Thing or not a thing? I mean, this is what we talk about with Nebraska and Michigan. That's why we did the 20 most interesting. Part of the reason we did 20, but they're not. And they're really up against it. Both programs. Yep. Yep. They're really up against it. Like, it could... I mean, I don't know. I don't know how... Nebraska one of the toughest schedules in the country. Mm. He might not get out of the... You know, I don't know. What do you do? New AD now at Nebraska? I think they're very fortunate they didn't play Cincinnati last year. I agree. I Yeah, I don't, I don't know how you... I, I, wonder, I want to know, is this like judge on a scale? Like on a curve, I mean? 
Because if Ohio State, like, of course everyone, it's an easy schedule. We're that much better than everybody else. Yeah. Well, and it's judged on Ohio State doesn't have to play Ohio State. Right. Sure. Two more for you. Philadelphia 76ers Ben Simmons has informed the Australian Olympic basketball team that he will not participate in the Tokyo Games to focus on developing skills. Thing or not a thing? Good idea. Jeez. You can't develop skills while playing basketball for no. your country? And I no. don't care if he does or not, but like the notion nope. that somehow this just seems like PR to me. Look, I'm working on my jump shot. I'm working. I'm working. It's impossible to do it in a game setting. I need to do it in gym just with Doc Rivers cheering me on. Yeah. You know, the lines on an international court are slightly different. They are. Throw them all the way off. Last one. Derek Carr says he will be recruiting very hard for a reunion with college teammate Devontae Adams in 2022 free agency. Thing or not a thing? I do not think that Derek Carr could sell water to someone (laughs) who is parched for free. Let alone sell Devontae Adams on free agency. Jocko Babad. Pakistan, I saw yesterday, got up to 126 degrees. He couldn't sell water yeah. there. Couldn't sell it for free. He'll recruit Devontae Adams, and then they'll just trade for Aaron Rodgers. Perfect. Right. He'd actually probably Jeez. be the guy selling bottled water, and it's so hot, the plastic is actually melting into the water. Melting yeah. into the water. That's what yeah. I got. That's the vibe I got from him in Hard Knocks. I think that was the most. That was just exposed him. And it, this isn't personal. It's just some people have charisma. Others do not. Coming up. In the final hour, program number four on the most interesting. It is Cincinnati. They are loaded. The schedule sets up for them to make a lot of noise. We'll hit the categories, and at the bottom of the hour, a guy you may have heard of, some guy named Luke Fickle is going to join us. Bishop and Laurinaitis is right here on The Fan. All Buckeyes. All Buckeyes. All the time. The Buckeye Show. Weeknights at 6. Your flagship home for Ohio State Athletics. The Fan. Ohio's sports destination. Two guys who love to see it. Timmy just mentioned the update when Duke was here 10 years ago and, and we whipped him and uh, De- LeBron and Dwayne Wade that was right he was in Miami at that time and they were at that game that was the first time like you'd seen oh I want to say it was the first time you see LeBron back in Ohio like in a public event since the since leaving to Miami yeah so that was a scene that was awesome that was a that was a heck of a scene uh, that time and, and it'll be fun to have them back let me ask you this did you know when Luke Fickle was coaching you that he would be capable of this? Yes. You know, I, I would call him every offseason in the NFL and say, when are you going to take a head job? When are you yeah. going to take a head job? Over and over and over. I would ask him. He was, um, he was put in an, an absolutely impossible position here after uh, Jim Trussell was relieved of duties, and he had to try to keep things together in a program in total flux that all of a sudden had to play without what would have been the best player on their team, a senior quarterback in Terrell Pryor, without DeVere Posey for every game except the Penn State game and the Michigan game. Um, many other, you know, Others were suspended as well, several players. And he kept it afloat mm-hmm. and had some moments where – the win against Wisconsin here with Braxton thrown to Devin Smith, and you say, he's got it. Yeah. He has it. Like, he was thrown into the fire, mm-hmm. and I think appointed himself incredibly well. Mm-hmm. Incredibly well. And I think of the humility he had to have to then stay on 
and be the defensive coordinator and work under Urban Meyer and use it as a way to say, okay, I learned from Jim Tressel. This guy's pretty smart. Mm-hmm. What can I take from him? Yep. But that had to be tough too at times because yep. Luke wanted the job. Yep. I mean, he would have want he wanted the job. I mean, he got the job. He was the head coach at Ohio State. He was interim, but he was the head coach. And if there would have been enough wins, potentially, he does get it right. So, and he handled all of that with about as much class as you can have. And anybody who covered the program at that time, as I did. We all knew that it was a matter of time for Luke, but he was always really smart, and you know him really well. He was always very smart in terms of putting himself in a position to seat. I always felt like, I know that there was incredible pressure for him to take like Mac jobs, and I always felt like, I think he was probably interested in the pit job. Yep. I think he was, and then this is the job he took, and this makes all the sense in the world. Like he, Herman did this too. He went to Cincinnati, or Houston, chance to succeed, ready-made program. Luke was really smart in his process, and it's paid off about as big as it can. Yeah. I I think there was a shift in his thinking of when he's under Coach Trestle. It, it, it all worked out for the best yeah. because I, he has said to me that before being under Coach Meyer, that just gave him a different perspective, right? Obviously, Coach Trestle to Coach Meyer, both successful I mean, my goodness, two different ways to do it. Um, yep. And so it kind of helped well round him out as a coach. He was always a really good leader, but it challenged him. Like Luke was used to being like the the leader when, you know, Coach Trestle was soft-spoken. The offensive coaches were soft-spoken on our staff. Luke and, and Coach Haycock were the, they were the drill sergeants. You know, it was like our defense wanted to, we wanted to set the tempo of practice. So we want, literally, it was like a constant push to go, get the deep, the offense to pick it up and practice. Yeah. You know, like go hit somebody and get this thing fired up, some juice out here. And then Urban comes in with that mindset from the jump. And it's like, wait, hold on. Now we have two alphas. <laughs> you know, it was like yeah. legit alphas. And it helped round him out a little bit as a as a coach and competitor. And finally met somebody I think that was almost as competitive as him, you know, with how much football and winning means. And these are my words, not his. I just think sure when you when you see that he was always going to pick a place that was good for his family. Um, he will not take a job that doesn't make sense for his kids. Yep, and for his wife. Um, he's a very content individual. I started to think that he might just be content being uh, a DC, you know, here for forever. And I think if that was the way it played out, he would have been happy with it. But sure. I think something just happened to where he's like, this is a great opportunity in Cincinnati that I can go down there. And the big question is, you know, what's what's motivating him now? I know that his why is to help develop boys into men, you know, and to, and to make people tougher and, and push beyond what they can see for themselves because he did it with me and many other teammates of mine. Um, but I always knew he'd be a head coach. Because there's an authenticity to him to where you knew where that this whole tough love mantra that Coach Day and all them use and other coaches have used, that was that was Coach Fick back when I played for him. It was gonna be, he would show you some love, but you better be tough. You better be tough and you better be able to you better work and he's gonna push you to a level beyond what you think is there. And but the motivation is pure. So you don't take it as like you don't start to resent him because you know where it's coming from. You know that he wants you to reach a certain part of of your game that sometimes you don't you doubt that yourself can get to 
And I think that's the description of a hell of a, head, of a coach, whether it's position or head coach. Can you can you envision what a player can be? And even when he sets limitations on himself, can you convince that player that he can get there and motivate him? And what he's grown at, I think, and I think he was even doing it some when I was when I was there, is you know coaching myself and Marcus and some of the guys and how we could handle the the yelling right and the the screaming and all that. Like that's easy. Like we could take it and go. But adapting to today's athlete. I can't take that. And it's not everyone. There are some old school guys. And it's funny to talk to coaches as you travel around. Like, what's this kid like? Oh, he's old school, man. You can lay into him and he loves it. He wants to get better. Yeah. He's an old school dude. And then some guy, oh, you know, very talented. You know, he's one of these new school kids. You got you to gotta word it different. You know, and it's funny to talk to because that's it really is. There's like a, there's a split line. The majority now is new school where, you know, it's like abnormal to have an old school kid. And when they say what they mean by old school is just a kid that you can, you can coach them hard in the sense that you can yell at them and get after them and motivate them in that way versus having some kids just, it's not a bad thing or a good thing. It's just different. And he's adapted. He has taken a program that's been really good for a long time. I mean, Brian Kelly was there and they played in a sugar bowl against Tim Tebow and Urban Meyer. They got drilled, but this is a program that's been to BCS games. Yep. They've been to big bowl games. They've won a lot. Yep. He's elevated it. Um, he had a, a stare off uh, with, with Memphis, um, and the Memphis coach is now at Florida State, and now he's king of the castle. He's got a team that brings back a really good quarterback, mm-hmm. and some people think could be a first-round pick in Desmond Ritter. That's a big deal. So that mm-hmm. sets it there. He's coming off of a year where they were undefeated, lost to Georgia in the Sugar Bowl, but gave Georgia all Georgia could handle, right? So now all of a sudden you say to yourself, he loses James Hudson. He loses, it was I think, a big one. when Hudson Didn't Hudson go down in the Sugar Bowl game? Uh, he, did. he did. He did. Yeah. And then after that is when the game turned. Yeah. They couldn't block the DN for Georgia after that happened. Yeah. And the Browns love Hudson. Love yep. him. So yep. they, you know, he was a dude. Yeah. So, so that there, there's a loss there. You lose Marcus coordinating your defense, a loss there. Certainly. Um, uh, you bring a lot son. of guys back. He lost his, he lost, lost his son. His, I'll let you ask him that. How no. you go <laughs> I, I got to I got to You got to somehow. I left Marcus um, an elite message last night, by the way. On his I like to An elite message. He still hasn't called you back? We've texted, but last night's message was just great. It's like, hey, Marcus, this is uh, James Laurinaitis calling you. We played together from 2005 <laughs> to 2008 at Ohio State. Um, I was actually a linebacker, too. <laughs> I was like, uh, for one, I wanted to congratulate you on the new position. I was like, say I have an opening in my calendar. Um on October 23rd, it looks like USC is playing at Notre Dame. Oh, I was wondering if my fam- my wife and I could get some tickets Sure, uh, and, and would love to come see you and catch up, you know, like old friends. Do. Not for that game. Sorry, we uh, those tickets are accounted for. I'm sorry, just, was, Shelley, I, I hang up, and Shelly's like, "You're such a jerk." That's right. I said yeah. I, that was. I, said, I told her I said that, was, that might be the most fun I've had in a week. I was leaving that voicemail. He has, so he's got to do that. He has this. This job has changed dramatically in the last few months because forever you thought, okay, there's a cap, and I still think there is. Uh, to a certain extent. But mm-hmm. this program needed to get to a league, and their fight was to try to get to the Big 12. Try, how do we get to a Power 5? And I'm sure they'd still like to do it. But with 12 teams in a playoff, they don't have to do that anymore. Right. They don't have to. They don't right. have to do that. They don't, they don't. It's not necessary uh, for them for them to be in the Big 12 to be able to contend. And frankly, they can use the 12-team playoff as a means of getting into the Big 12. Yeah. If they want to, yep. they could. 
Uh, there's a lot that's attractive about Cincinnati as a program that, that I think the Big 12 could potentially be interested in if they want to continue uh, to explode. There will always be a question around Luke of what's next. Yeah. Is this the forever job? Yep. He's not somebody who thinks that way in my dealing with him, and again, you know him a lot more. I don't think he's thinking, oh, I can't wait for Ohio State to open. I can't wait for Penn State to open. I can't wait for Michigan to open. I mean, that's not his thought. I don't think. He doesn't, for he doesn't really he deal in hypotheticals. Way. You know, no, he he's so present. Absolutes, right? Yes, he's very present. He doesn't tries not to worry himself with the whatever, you know, what what if, what if, what ifs. He's he is planted and he's it's just it's being focused in the build. And the way he views it is I owe it to these guys, to these kids to give them like how, what can I do today to make my football team better? And are there individuals I need to talk to? Are there is it overall facility thing? Is it a you know it's it's mapping out what's the camp plan? It's it's a f- constant attention. Like I'm too concerned with my team now to worry about what ifs, what might happen. Yeah. That's that's a whole like come on man. Like what do you mean? So it's it's a focus on the on the everyday task of it. I think and and there are jobs. For one, I know there's two jobs in the Big Ten he didn't even interview for. Said no thanks. Yeah, um, West Virginia. He took down as Gordon Gee wanted to have a conversation. He said no, um, you know, no, thank you. There, there have been jobs that have come open to where he has just refused to even fly in or visit to consider. Um, and some of those might be the way the football team is. Some might be the way the city or town is for his family. You have to wonder: Does do his motivations change when his kids are out of school? I mean, Landon's there now at Cincinnati, so you have to think that he's not going anywhere for the next three years while his son's playing on the team. Um, and then you start to dive in and say, "Well, what about Luca? What about the double sets of twins? You know, where are they gonna? Sure, does he want to move while they're still in school? Or I mean, it, there's a whole lot to dive into when you got he's six got it children. really good. Yeah, he does. Too. He's in a great city. He yep. makes a good amount of money. Yep. he can win. He can recruit the state that he grew up in, knows all the coaches, the coaches trust him. Yep. He has he has taken the players in Ohio that used to go to Michigan State. Yep. He's getting kids that should be going to Michigan in the old day and getting them to Cincinnati. Kentucky and Cincinnati are the biggest threats to Ohio in terms of Michigan and Michigan State. Yep. Those are the two programs that are coming in. He's competing at that level. Yep. So he makes a good salary in a good city with a great – I mean, he's obviously Catholic, great Catholic education for his kids. Yep. It's a pretty good spot. Yep. Like you don't leave that for anything. You no, leave he's that. got it. He's got it squared away. He's got. He it. really does. Yeah. And, he, and, it's a and really money's not a motivator. Now we always say on this show, um, you know, what what would it take for a team like Michigan to throw at him or Penn State to throw at him cash wise to get him to uproot? And then there's different motivations on both of those, right? Like what's it, what's it look like in Happy Valley? You know, as far as for the family and. What's that sure. look like in, in a, Ann Arbor? Or is there another program outside the box? The thing is that he's in a, such a good situation because you're right. The, the, the relationships and recruiting that he's had since his coordinator days at Ohio State are so firm and established Yes. to where I honestly believe he has most high school coaches saying, damn, I really want this kid to go down with Luke. But knowing that maybe, but maybe they have a kid that's a little too, too big time. You know, that wants to go power five or wants to go somewhere else. But they're like, I just really like Luke. And the more high school coaches I've met at like Cincinnati camps or stuff like that, they're like, you just trust him, man. You just know that Luke's going to get the best out of him and take care of him. So, yeah, it's it's pretty good spot. Yep. 
It's a good spot. Yep. He's got a squad and a schedule this year. To re- I mean, he's going to start in the top ten in the country. Yep. He's going to. Yep. So he's got a squad. He's got a schedule. You want to talk about making some noise? He can make some big noise this year. Uh, it is Taco Tuesday. Who's hungry for lunch? Bar Tacos just opened in UA. Wants to give one taco fan $25 gift card right now at 821-9710. Enjoy a business lunch or an early happy hour on the patio at Bar Tacos UA. And uh, we will go fourth collar on that right now. We'll hit the categories with Cincinnati, and then Luke Fickle will join us in about 15 minutes. Bishop and Lauren Idris right here on The Fan. If you consider yourself a Buckeye fan, you've come to the right place. This is your heritage sports talker and home of Ohio State Athletics. The Fan, Ohio sports destination. Open early for all your sports discussion needs. Now back to Bishop and Laurinaitis. All right, time to hit the categories for the Cincinnati Bearcats in a big, big year for them. And let's start with favorite Cincinnati player ever. Ooh. So this might not be the best, you know, because you can go a few different routes. I think what's interesting, I did like Travis Kelsey out of college, by the way. Um, I liked Connor Barwin out of college. But I played with two Cincinnati guys, and they both were hilarious, and they were both extremely talented. Marty Gilliard, with my man Marty Gilliard, had the sweet seashells in his hair. Um just un- just funny, just a funny dude. And then Isaiah Pede. My those two guys, I enjoyed being teammates with them. Look at the highlights of them both. I'm going to go with Marty Gilliard just based on the on the hair. That's I mean that's really that's I, My guy was great. It's it's funny. I went Isaiah Pede, Eastmore kid. You know, I covered him when he was at Eastmore and then go Cincinnati and he's great. Um, yeah, I mean, Kelsey, the, the Kelsey brothers playing there is a pretty remarkable thing. Um, but this this was, that the, that's who I think it was. Isaiah Pede was a guy. I mean, they've had a lot of really good players. Um, and and the, some guys lately, certainly, and the Kelsey guys are, you know, you put them up in the building and, and they kind of handle on their own in terms of their impact. Best team. Man, it's got to be, it's got to be 0-9, right? 12-0 heading in against Florida. Brian Kelly going in there. What do you think? I think it's this year's team. Well, you can't say a team that hasn't produced anything yet. That team Ballad, was don't Ballad, forget that team was twelve and zero. They were. They, they got slumped. Tw- by they, Florida. they did, Florida but, but who didn't? Should never have been in that game. Florida slumped Florida us. Or Florida slumped Oklahoma. I mean, who else did? I mean, I can't believe that Florida team lost to Alabama. Tebow's senior year. I know. I just can't believe it. Yep. That they lost to Alabama. Because yep. it was prop. I mean, Marty Gilliard that year had 87 receptions, 1,191 yards, and 11 touchdowns. And three more touchdowns saying, as like, a return specialist. They were good. They're, they've had a lot of dudes, and they've yeah. won for a long time. Yep. You know? I mean, they've won you know for a funny? long is time. How, how old is Brian years. Kelly? Pretty good tradition. How old is Brian Kelly? Got to be in his 60s. I'm very curious. I, I'm so torn there on what I want to happen. Do I want Luke Fickle to go on the Notre Dame? No, because I want Marcus to stay on that staff. I want Marcus to ascend. Maybe Marcus can get his own head job at a really elite school in like three years, and then Luke can ascend to Notre Dame, follow the Brian Kelly path, and then I think I don't know. I Marcus maybe Marcus takes over Notre Dame. Notre Dame. That's what I think. I don't I think, think Marcus will leave the within Bend. the next. I'd stop it. I'm, I'm just trying to get to South Bend for a game this fall. That's about it. Just give me. Some I tickets. saw that I have October 23rd tickets. open, and I was like, "Who does Ohio State play? They're oh. at, they're at Indiana." I'm like, "Forget that. I'm not driving to Bloomington." What is what is 
What, what's Marcus doing? I'd love to see Marcus. You look USC. Yes. Oh boy. I am in. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Stadium grade Cincinnati. Um, I'm gonna give it a B plus. I love it. Put a lot of money. They put a lot of money into it. It's a sweet old size. Yes, it fits their team, their program size. It has an unbelievable. It's old, which is great. You know, it has a lot of history. It's cool history. uh, They do the they black it out. You know, with the black shirts, and they do the nip at night. Yeah, I like it. I'm fine with that. BMOC grade at Cincinnati. Well, it's an awesome city. It's an awesome city. Very proud alumni base. Big city. A lot of opportunities. But I have no reference for what it means to be a big man on campus. I have no idea. I can, I'm going to go C minus. Yeah. I, I, I mean, you got to deal with the Reds, the Bengals. Yep. yep. You know, I, yep. I think it's got to be a little tough. I think it's uh, a C down there. I'll do C. Yeah. Uniform grade at Cincinnati. As a coach used to say to me, average is grits. Um, uniform grade, I. Uh, how would you like to be described that way, by the way? Like, if you look at a scouting report average and someone, someone wrote average is grits, like, how would you feel? Yeah. How would it really make you? Anyway, big, yeah. <laughs> how, oh, yeah, we're playing this guy. Uh, look, he, I guard their average is grits. All right. They're not, oh, damn, coach. <laughs> um, I'll never forget our scouting report for Heartline. Just, just a dude. Just a dude. All right. Just a, really? Yep. Just a white guy out there at Wide House. The year that Brian, like, had over, what, 1,300 yards and was tearing yeah. people up. I won't name who our DB coach was. I remember being like, dang, bro, that's how you feel? You're not going to just talk about my guy like that in front of the defense. That's right. I remember saying that. And then everyone's like, oh, shut up, man. No one cares about O-State. All right. Anyway, um, where are we at? Uniform game? Uniform. I'll go uh, I'll go A-. minus. I'll go A-. minus. I like their color scheme. I do. Their colors are great. The C is great. They just... Some of the striping is just absurd. It is. Because they're, well, they're Under Armour. They're Under Armour, so they're, right. they let Under Armour try to get creative with them. Yeah. yeah, you yeah. don't need to put just random striping. Like, the color's great. It's the hard. All black it's is hard. Awesome. Maybe I should do B+, because yeah. I really feel like it's like some of their uniforms are like, ooh, that, that really that feels good. That looks good that right pops. there. And then some, there's some others where you're like, throw them. Throw them away. Yeah. Burn the evidence. Would you recommend going? I would. I absolutely would. Yeah, night game against a, a – make sure it's a good opponent, opponent though. Make yeah. sure it's a legit, you know, don't don't go for I really Dude, wish I could go. Eat at there. the precinct, eat at a Jeff Ruby's, yeah, eat at enjoy Jeff yourself, Ruby's. go yeah, to a game, have the time of your life. Get some of that sushi for it's, appetizers, you know. Yeah. Absolutely great fun. Yep. Uh program ceiling. <sighs> I feel like they're flirting with it right now. I think they're at it. I think they're I think they're flirting with it. I mean it's I'll put it this way. If there is a year which I don't think that they're going to let it happen. But if there's a group of five team that's going to crash this party, you have to beat Indiana and Notre Dame back-to-back, and now you have everyone's attention. That's back-to-back road trips. Jeez, Bloomington and South Bend. State of Indiana back-to-back. Yeah. So You the, know, the crazy thing is they're at the ceiling, but they've been at the ceiling a lot. Like they have. They've, been, they've sustained this. They have. For a long time. You know, they've been really good for a long time. Would you buy stock in Cincinnati? Um, mm. I'll say this. I I, yeah, I would because I think with twelve, I think with twelve teams, I think they're going to be in the conversation a lot, and I think they're going to win the AAC a lot. I think that they have a grip on it, and I, I think Luke will be there for the next five years. I do too, and that's why I would too. I think the twelve teamers a game changer. I do. I think you're going to get a lot of at bats, and I think that he's going to continue to recruit. And they will get a lot of at-bats in that playoff. And that's going to be 
a pretty big deal for a program like Cincinnati. We'll ask the man himself coming up next. Luke Fickle joins the program. Bishman Laurinaitis right here on The Fan. Sports, dogs, and movie quotes no human can possibly remember. Rothman and Ice. Weekdays from noon to 3. The Fan, Ohio's sports destination. Meet or on the rocks. Just act accordingly. Starts with a glass of bourbon, then goes to, oh, first blood's on. I think I'll watch this again. You're listening to Bishop and Laurinaitis. Well, Bishop James Laurinaitis with you on a Tuesday edition of the program, counting down the 20 most interesting teams in college football for 21 and landing at number four today, and they are the Cincinnati Bearcats, and we're lucky enough to have the coach of the Cincinnati Bearcats on the program today, the great Luke Fickle joining us. Coach, so great to talk to you. You know, we hear a lot of stories about you from my co-hosts. Most of them paint you as quite the taskmaster and drill sergeant, perhaps even treating him unfairly, too harsh. Would you care to respond to any of that, sir? Yes, yes, and yes. Um, (laughs) probably, Probably pretty... Pretty accurate, I would say, but, uh, you know, tough guys don't usually have a problem with it. Guys that, you know, have to be kind of molded into that toughness, you know, sometimes they take a little longer and, and remember those things a little bit more. So I don't know where those stories are coming from, but I would guess they're not coming from Schlegel or somebody like that, but they might be coming from some some other, somebody came up a little bit different. <laughs> Coach. So good. I'm wondering. So good. Last year's momentum, winning the conference, and I thought an unbelievable showing against Georgia. Obviously, I'm fortunate that Hudson goes down. You won't use it as an excuse. I know you won't because I know how you roll. But when James Hudson goes down, the the kind of the the way the offense looked against Georgia in that game shifted after that. But just talk about the program momentum and your vision for what you wanted to build down there at Cincinnati. Where do you feel you are in that build and then sustaining that build? Well, it's always a work in progress. I think uh, I think the unique thing about college football with you know eighteen to twenty two year olds, it's it's always a process, and uh, every year is a little bit different and new. Um, but I think the the kind of the, the mark that we got right now is we we found a way um, to grow and to become a top ten team. This past year, we you know we ended up somewhere around there eight ten whatever that was, and uh, so for us, we can say hey, we're a top ten team. But the really the goal and the you know, where we're working towards the objective is to be a top 10 program and programs are ones that are consistent over time. So the ability to continue to grow um, and still, you know, obviously have success and things like that, but it's kind of a never satisfied attitude. I think we, we got to what we wanted to. We said we wanted to play for championships. You know, two years ago, we played for a championship, didn't get it. Last year, we played for a championship and got it. And uh, now we're kind of saying, hey, okay, that's, that's a step in, in, in the journey but uh, how do you be consistent, continue to grow to be a top-ten program? You know, Luke, as James and I have done this, we've, we've learned a lot about a lot of these programs, and the one kind of common denominator when you're chasing those championships, and a lot of it's because the way the, the, way the game has changed. Obviously, offense benefits tremendously right now, uh, but you got to have a quarterback, and you got one. You, you got a guy in Desmond Ritter that you, you look at these mock drafts. I know you're not doing that, but we are doing radio. A lot of people have him in the first round. He's a game-changer player. He returns. What type of person is he? What type of player is he? What's he meant to your program? What do you expect from him this year? He's he's what you want. I mean, in, in the sense that it, uh, it didn't just come easy. I mean, he was a guy that came in and redshirted. We didn't even know who he was. You know, he spent his time down there on the, uh, on the, uh, on the scout team and uh, probably spent a bit of a bit, uh, a bit of time with me. Um, you know, those stories that James told you, I don't think Desmond's had quite the same experience because, you know, 
little tougher guy. Same way, but very similar in you know how he grew, and then even in year one where he had to beat out a two year starter, um, and still wasn't easy. I mean, he made some plays with his legs. Year two, he, he struggled, but found a way at the end of the season to play his best ball. And then last year struggled to begin the season, and, and then you know it, it always goes on the quarterback. You know the cast around in the whiteouts and things like that that really kind of honed in. You know, I'd say after the first three or four games, um, it's it allowed and made Desmond Ritter really grow um, in having some failures and falling forward and continue to push. And, you know, that's when he's best. He's best when he's challenged. He's best when he's in a in, in a competitive situation. And uh, our toughest thing now is to find ways to put him in a competitive situation because he is kind of the heart and soul of the program. Coach, I'm, I'm wondering, with Governor DeWine um, doing the executive order with name, image, and likeness, just it's a it's a whole new world for the college athlete. And I'm wondering how you and your staff are trying to address this, not only with the recruiting, as it all opened up, it seemed like the last few weeks, just a flood of recruiting and on-campus visits, all that stuff, but just where, how much different is this? And, and what's it like kind of navigating these waters that nobody really knows how to go into starting July 1st? Well, it, it is going to be really unique, and uh, I think unique for for guys like Desmond, the guys like that are going into their their last year, their senior years, um, because there's going to be a lot of things that are thrown at them. You know, I'm not going to say I'm whether I'm a proponent or or, or against it, but the reality is, it's here, and we got to find a way for our guys to be successful um, in, in using it to their benefit and in our program's benefit. So, being from a bigger city, uh, you know, like Columbus, it, we have a lot of uh, opportunities for our guys. But I think for me, the key thing, take a guy like Desmond Ritter, like I've already had a couple meetings with him and Mazi Sanders and Ahmad Gardner, who are you know, probably our three of our most high-profile guys, and said, okay, now there's going to be some peanuts that are going to be available to you coming July 1. You know, Don't let the peanuts distract you from the pot of gold. And the pot of gold is not championships. That, that's all part of the process. The pot of gold is your opportunity at the next level. And if you start going after these peanuts here this last eight months that you might have in preparing for the you know, for your next journey, uh, I think we could get sidetracked. So I just, you know, for guys like that, I just where I, we got to be smart about this. We got to have a plan, but understand that there's peanuts sitting there, but there's a pot of gold if you continue to, you know, not get distracted from the things you've done over the last three or four years. Well, I like the way you put that, Coach. That's uh, that's really smart. And it, when you have kids that, that that resonates with, I think you have a great chance for success. And speaking of great chance for success, I think about name, image, and likeness with you guys. I think about a 12-team playoff that's allegedly coming relatively soon. I think about that city you're in. I think there's a lot of opportunity. I think about a 12-team playoff, and I think we're going to get a lot of at-bats now in this thing. I mean, this program, your program down there has been good for a long time. You've elevated it, no doubt. But this is... And I know it's not official yet, and I know you don't to like deal in hypotheticals, but in terms of when you hear about a 12-team playoff, okay, let's start to get invited to the dance a little bit. And you guys, you're going to be in the top 10 this year. Obviously, that's not for this year, but the future could be very, very bright. Well, I, I don't like to speak in hypotheticals unless we're talking about recruiting, and <laughs> it really helps in recruiting because one of the big things that we would get pounded on is counterparts, you know, and and. and you know, via the recruiting side of things, these kids, you know, they see, you know, bigger conferences and things like that and playoffs and, and the reality comes to it. Now the playing field has just leveled. Actually, you know, in some ways it's, it's given us a great advantage, you know, because you got to win your conference. And if you win your conference and you're in the top six, you, you got a chance, you know? And so that's the only thing I think we've always kind of preached. Hey, just find a way to give us a chance. And uh, so I think for us in our program, 
you know, I think it's a great thing for college football as well. But I think for us in our program, it's going to give us a lot more opportunities and just the sales of what we're doing. And that's what recruiting is. You know, it doesn't change how we develop and doesn't change the, you know, we're not talking about the playoffs, but we're talking about sure. an opportunity to play for championships. But in the grand scheme of things, it gives you a lot more of a stick um, when you're really in the recruiting process. You know, as long, again, as long as we don't use it as a distraction uh, for our program moving forward. Yeah, Coach, the, the the knock on sometimes the group of five is they always talk about, well, the non-conference schedule, the non-conference schedule. And, and I'm not going to ask you about at Indiana or at Notre Dame back-to-back because that's for Bo and I to talk about. But I will ask you, I don't know what your pregame routine is as a head coach. Like, Are you one of these guys that goes over and like hugs all the, the assistants that you know from elsewhere? Because I assume when you see your son, Marcus, on the field... <laughs> In South Bend, I don't know if you're going to go hug him or you're going to wait until post-game and kind of how all that's going to go down. I think most of us that know each other know that there's probably on game day, it's, uh, it's reserved to uh, the actual day itself. And uh, there might be a uh, hello with the head coaches. But other than that, I, it's, it's uh, you know, it's, <laughs> it's pretty busy. <laughs> um, so whether it's before or after, because in either, either case, nobody in my mind that I – and close with probably wants to talk to me whether I beat them or they beat me. So I kind of just say, Hey, game day is game day. We keep game day as a really special thing in my mind. And uh, I don't assume that uh, people that know you, that uh, I do assume people that know you or know me, uh, kind of understand that, I think. Yeah. I'll tell you what though, you'd be disappointed because um, he's changed ever since he's left you. He He doesn't call back anymore. Um, I left him a voicemail last night saying, hey, remember we played together from 05 to 08. Um, we sat next to each other in the meeting rooms. He's changed, man. It's crazy. It's sad. Um, I, I I have no idea. That the reality is that, uh, there's a lot of things that affect us all, and, and kids have a lot to do with that, whether they're the kids we coach or the kids who are in our home. So, you know, yours is growing. You understand that. Yep. Uh, Coach, I'll get you out of here with this, and and Dom wanted me to pass this along. I mean, this was DeSales Day on the show. We had Dom and you on the show today, and he wanted to pass along that in a hypothetical match between you and Schlegel, he's got you all day long. He just wanted you to know that. I I appreciate that. And, and Dom, I would hope that it would be no other way, you know, if if the sales guys would stick together. And, uh, you know, I haven't seen Schlegel in a while, so I I don't want the – like I tell him, he's got to work his way up the ladder. He's got to beat, like, Laurinaitis or somebody before he gets a shot at the title. So um, we're going to wear him out a little bit because he's a little younger. Coach, we, we, we appreciate you so much. Know that the city roots for you, uh, roots for your program. We do certainly on this show, and we thank you so much uh, for your time today. Guys, thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Thanks, Coach. All right. That, that is the great uh, Luke Fickle, and, and what a program, and what a team he's got, man. Indiana, Notre Dame, top 10 team. He's got the quarterback. Folks, we've done all these teams. Do you have a quarterback? Yep. He's got a quarterback. Yep. He's got a quarterback. And when you got a quarterback, you got a shot. And he's got one. That's great. Good stuff there. We hit three things on a Tuesday. Up next, Bishop and Laurinaitis right here on The Fan. Season ticket holder from day one. Us two. Now and forever, your flagship home of the Columbus Blue Jackets. The Fan, Ohio sports destination. Their favorite sport is berating their producer. You just sat there for 10 minutes. This is Bishop and Laurinaitis. I was wondering how you were going to do that, if you were going to call Marcus his son on the show. Of course. I was hoping you would. I was hopeful that you would, but I wanted his 
to see how he would play it, and I think it was perfect and on brand for him oh, yeah. to just blow through it. Oh, yeah. And not acknowledge or give you the satisfaction of addressing Marcus. It was pretty on brand. It was pretty funny. I wish we got the. uh, I I, I want the unfiltered like translation. I'm not seeing Marcus before the game. That's right. I'll see Marcus after. I'll see him after. Yeah, that is great. Because I'm so I'm so angry in game mode before, which he is. Like, there's no, there's no like beat them as some coaches say. Like he he ha ha before the game with Luke. It's yeah. very, it's, it's, we're official. We're here. It's business. He's got the better quarterback. He's got it. And it's not just the quarterback at Cincinnati now, guys. Yeah. Go look at some mock drafts. They got, I've, I've seen three He's or four different three names. Dudes. Yeah. Three yeah. or four different names in the first round. Like ones slash twos. High twos or ones. Yep. Yeah. They got, they got some players. Let's hit three things uh, on a Tuesday. Hit it, Chops. One, two, one, two, three things with Bishop and Laurenitis. Sponsored by Custom Air. Custom Air. Custom Solutions. Custom Comfort. So remember yesterday I said, listen, like if your kids aren't interested in baseball, then, you know, don't make them play things around. You know, kids get hurt, right? So it's possible the baseball gods didn't like me saying that. Because so we're playing a playoff game last night. Beams, Beams, I think has got. I think he's batting like nine ninety nine. Like he's gotten on base. Maybe only hasn't gotten on base once all season. Dude, he's he the went, next Trout. He went one for five yesterday. That's tough. One for five. That's tough to swallow. Yeah. Oh, that's hard. He was in tears. Like he's never cried. Never done any of it. I thought, oh my god, I've done this to him. Yeah. I cursed him. Yeah. The baseball gods haunting me yesterday. It's okay. It's not. The, there's no. I'll tell you. There's no baseball gods. All right. And I tell you. I keep telling you and like Rothman. You. You guys. You can tell you did a show together. Talk about yeah. golf gods and baseball gods. And all. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. my yeah. first thing. I don't. I, I don't take advantage of Uber Eats enough. I just don't. Okay. I don't. The, the The thought that it took me three years of owning the barn to think maybe they do deliver out here. Maybe I should check. Let alone the that fact that I've never used yesterday. it here at the studio. Had to today. Why? I was in a hurry. Had to get down here for these. 45 headshots I had to take this morning. Notice the number keeps getting higher. And yep. so I just, I had to do all that. I forgot a snack. I'm like, I'm not going to make it from a 730 breakfast till noon. That ain't sure. happening. So I little Uber Eats, a little beep bop. And next thing you know, I'm eating during commercial breaks. It's a win. It's a huge win. Commercial breaks. Yeah. My first one. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing uh, takes away your excitement for being outside in, in the summer and all this stuff more than getting some poison ivy on your leg or poison ivy poison oak whatever it was one of the ones i've got that i'm dealing with that situation we've got the cortisone cream the calamine lotion all that stuff going on there right now but uh I, it's just the worst little thing at least it's just on my leg in high school i got it on my face it's awful it Jeez. was the worst thing it's awful one of my teammates josh hole from penn state played in st louis with me he got it on his waistline during, oh, no. a, during an off day going out and trying to hunt during training camp so imagine the sweat and the rubbing of that waistline. Oh, that stuff was in there for about six weeks. Oh, that's awful. Uh, number two for me. You guys know by now that I'm a traditionalist when it comes to uniforms. And I found an exception. The Suns Valley uniforms are amazing. That's amazing. With the black and the sunset in Arizona, as only Arizona sunsets can be. Yep. With the valley across. That is a clean, beautiful. Wear that always. That. That's a permanent. Make it a permanent. Yeah. Miami did this a couple of years ago with the Miami Knights ones. I don't know why their colors weren't that to begin with. They always have to make sure that's in the rotation. you got to keep these things in the rotation. They're stunning. Good job out of you. 
There's, I don't know how you feel about this, but there's nothing, well, there's probably some things, but one of the most frustrating things for me is unsolicited advice. And you find oh, this yeah. all the time on that. social media. Thanks. Didn't I'll ask. post something. Hey, I know you got this, but you should try out. No, I didn't ask for your opinion. I don't want it. I don't want it. Matter of fact, I should just limit all. I, I just, I, it blows my mind when people will come up to you and I get in person sometimes just unsolicited advice. Like, I didn't ask. I didn't ask you. And I really don't care. Keep it moving, please. Have a great day. My second thing. Uh, so I've got an electric mower right now, and it was actually just a gift from a friend. He was very nice to give me his uh, his older model when he upgraded to a new one. I was moving to this house. He's gotten me it. No pun intended. It's not quite going to cut it. It doesn't have enough battery life to to get through you know my entire lawn. So we're having to charge and maybe mow on different days or you know morning afternoon that kind of stuff. But I actually like it. the The convenience of having it be electric. I just need to upgrade to one of those ones that has the removable battery. Then you get the whole suite of things. So then you can get the clippers and the blower, whatever you need. And then the, all the batteries are interchangeable. That's what I'm going to step up to. But I like the electric mower. Just this one's not quite doing it for for my lawn. I like homeowner chops. I think that's a win. I, I yeah. think there's going to be a lot of good stuff. So much room for activities. Yeah, so yeah. much. <laughs> Number three for me. So the the guys are here for the uh, gas fire pit that is going on outside, and it will be done today. Luxury. So this is the first of the long uh, list of outdoor projects, the first portion of it that will actually be done. My wife, with just this little morsel, you would think that I proposed to her again. Like that type of excitement. <laughs> that's that's how jacked up she is, and that's how behind schedule we are. Oh, that this man. nugget elicits that type of response. Yeah. I didn't realize this until I was watching the finals for the women's gymnastics as they were selecting the team. Those parents have to be, for one, so proud, but that's the last time that they're going to see their daughters perform as they are not allowed to travel to Tokyo. I can't imagine how excruciating that has to be as a parent saying my daughter might have a chance or son to go over to Tokyo to win a gold and I can't go due to COVID restrictions. Oh, man, I didn't even think. Yeah. Luckily, if you're Simone Biles parents, you're like gold. Another one. You've seen it. You've seen (laughs) it. Yeah. You do with all these. You've seen it. Yeah. Yeah. I like her Facebook show that she has coming out. Simone versus herself. (laughs) Yeah. My last one. The dog is learning faster than me. I put her in the backyard yesterday so we could bring in the groceries. She jumped up, pulled the handle. It's a handle doorknob. She pulled that handle, pushed the door in, bam, right back in inside the house. She's wow. smarter than me. Well, you said it, pal. <laughs> Rothman and Ice up next. We're back tomorrow. Bishman Laurinite is right here on The Fan. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.